What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Director Showdown. Director Don't we have a team? I feel like I always bring up, like, every five episodes. Yeah. I it's like think, every ten, I think. Yeah, like, I sing it, and it's like, do we have a jingle? And we, then... We do. You, you starting it, like, reminded me. It's Director <laughs> Showdown. There it is. That's the yeah. jingle. Um it's not the, even like that great. It's kind of just no. It's like, fine. It's like like our, like our brand of <laughs> of podcast. It's fine. Um, like you see, like an like an app app like a a podcast review. Just a nice three star. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> Every single review, all like twelve that we have. You won't. It's you it's won't. Fine. You, you won't feel like you wasted your time. But you know, you could have been doing something else too. Yeah. Also, it could have been it could have been better, it but it's fine. It's fine. Um, that's our motto here on Director Showdown. We, we this is the penultimate episode. Is what did it? you say? Oh, no, no. Let's, no, let's let's uh, give that joke some. I don't know what what was the joke I said. I already immediately forgot. Maybe because it <laughs> was it was good. it a bare minimum? Yeah, just the bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum. Yeah. Okay. That's good. We're the bare um, minimum. The bare yeah. minimum. Yeah. Um, we do what's asked of us. Yes. No, but yeah, this is the, <laughs> this is the penultimate episode uh, of season. Jesus Christ, eight, eight, Damn, right? Eight season. Is DS eight? eight. I don't know. I think so. That sounds right. Um, it sounds right because we're talking Baby Driver by Edgar Wright. Yes, and uh, yeah, the the uh, Jesus Christ, the last Edgar Wright movie. This season, is it really? It is. Yeah, there's nothing else, right? No, no. I don't know why I feel like there was something in between now and yeah. Baby Driver. Because well, Baby Driver seems a long time ago. It was 2017. Yeah, right. Wow, uh, we know. we'll get into this. We have a little bit of historical context. We all saw it together. Um, yeah, uh, you were there with our guest, yeah. which I'll introduce in a sec. Mm-hmm. But it's because this. Yeah, this came out in 2017, and we would literally be seeing his new horror movie in like two weeks yeah if it wasn't for fucking covid covid pushed it back to next year um like april it's like it's a it's a a tough not even like don't i don't even rely on those dates anymore i'm just like yeah it's it's if i see it in the theater and then it happened uh, it's yeah i mean we're we're not going to the movies in in 2020 i think folks honestly um god damn you know to see a new movie i should say uh but uh yeah so we saw this in 2017 well our guest Mm -hmm. who we're having back our gust our gust i feel like that (laughs) That joke we definitely (laughs) set that yeah (laughs) i don't think so do we we never use that joke i feel like you forgot i feel like we we definitely (laughs) said new to me yeah, you're, awesome. you're our gust. Our token gust. Yes. Um, 
And Hello, uh, yeah, Gus Kelly's back on. Yeah. Yes. Thank what you for what episodes me. were you on? Since we don't remember. Oh man, I was on Kill Bill. Oh, with yeah. Tarantino. That's you right. were on recently. I was. Um, are our memories that terrible? What was last it? season? Last season. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Inter- <laughs> Interstellar. Christopher Inter- Nolan. Yeah, you're yeah. on Interstellar. That's yeah, right. Interstellar yeah, yeah. was, yeah. I think, the last one. That was the one I was on. I like show. how we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Our brains are just, well, like, it's, it's deflating. It's so funny we, we record these, yeah. and then I feel like, I don't know, like, my, my brain doesn't, like, save that in the archive. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I know it's being recorded. So it's my brain's just kind of like deleting as it goes. And yet, Gus and I had a conversation of like childhood books that we had. And we <laughs> oh, remembered yes. that we both shared the same Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. Found a and that's kind of in thing. our brains for yeah. some reason that's that we cr- remember well, that. Yeah, and you and I, Adam, recently went on a fucking nostalgia deep dive via YouTube. Oh, boy. To like 90s and 2000s oh, commercials. Man. Oh. And that that's something that I, I shot out there on Twitter because I was like, y'all got to experience the weirdness of like reliving these. Yeah. Um, but I, that's like, we're all like 10 second Toms from... Uh, What's that? What's that? Fifty first dates. Yeah, the Adam well, Sandler classic. <laughs> the Adam Sandler classic. Uh, we all just, you know, our, our long term memories fine, but it's, you know, we're just constantly deleting memories to make room for for new ones. I guess now. But. I just feel like it's it's like you have a little man in your brain or woman or you know whatever non binary person. Mine's a little SpongeBob just running. Yeah, around. just running around, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. he prioritizes. Like weird filing cabinets that like, like you access all the time. Like that one time you like pooped yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's well, like, it's like have y'all have y'all seen the? Uh, oh Jesus, what's his name? Um, the fu- the writer of Empire Strikes Back. Um, I forgot his name, but the he, he directed the film Dreamcatcher. Oh man! Oh, and man. Uh, based on the Stephen King book Dreamcatcher, it's a pretty disastrous movie and pretty bad book. Uh, but there's a whole like set piece that relies on this guy running through this like library of archives that is his memory oh, and wow, trying okay. to find files within his own memory to like. That's save. funny because we were yeah, watching. That is funny, Doctor <laughs> Sleep. Yeah, I was and watching. Was, I watched, have yeah. you seen Doctor Sleep? Oh, did did you watch it, Adam? Finally, no, you I watched, watched a little bit of it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. me and my mom were watching yeah. it. And that that set piece where that does it happen goes into like the lab, you know, the whole the huge library of That's her mind and the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or in just the, the file cabinet the... part too. I liked it a lot. I watched it twice. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's re- It's like shockingly really well done. I it think. does a great job of um, separating itself of like not being like a complete homage to The Shining. It does mm. like its little, you know, its little. Yeah, it's visual tribute to recreations. It. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It's just as like a, tribute, a story, yeah, yeah it, it does a good job of separating itself, being yeah, its own yeah. kind of. Thing. It's re- that's like that movie is a very like that. That's why I'm pretty confident that that like director is like the real deal. Like, yeah. it's it's because like when that book came out, it wasn't even like very well regarded. People were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Stephen King made a sequel to The Shining, and it sucks." Yeah, and then he made that movie, and it's weird and totally different than what you expect but it's good so yes. i think that's yeah. like a really good sign that like uh fuck what's his flanagan it's kind of fascinating mike flanagan, that, mike flanagan yeah, yeah. Mike he flanagan. did uh, adaptations are better the than the book show. yeah 
It's weird when that happens. Yeah, it is kind of what, weird. What were you gonna say, Gus? The oh, what else did you do? he did a Haunting of Hill House, I think. On I Netflix. need to finish that. Yeah, yeah, that's like incredible, right? People say it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's because it does a good job. Yeah, storytelling wise. Um, oh, Jesus, yeah, we're off on a tangent already. <laughs> uh, I mean, might as well keep going. Uh, let's just get it out of the way. Oh, guys, we have to. All right, get this out for, there. It's really for important. Our our our. True fans who For the, yeah who know who know every single detail all of, the deep cuts all the deep cuts this one's for you I think we're going back to Super uh, Sma- Super <laughs> Super Mario Super Bros. Mario Bros with uh, John <laughs> yes John Casares yes we I think coined a term you can hear us workshopping it live on the episode uh-huh. another throwback for all the true hashtag true fans <laughs> um, and on the episode we. Created live on the show a term called was, slime punk. When we thought that it was completely original mm-hmm. and it consisted of the genre of movies that had this weird industrial like goo shit, like Ghostbusters or Power Rangers, the the movie, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yeah, with Mr. That was popular Ooze. at the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's his Ooze. name, right? Mr. Ooze, I think or so. even, even Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze, yeah. Even uh, Escape. Pl- what, what, Escape from New York. That was one. That was like proto proto slime punk. Yeah, that was like real on the early <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, even um, Captain Planet would be. Uh, Captain Planet, really? Yeah, because he had to clean up all the slime punk. Oh, shit. Mm, you yeah. know, because he had those gross pig villain guys who Did were you like corporate guys. Uh, Space Jam? Also, or was that Space a Jam is like is like Ooh. late stage late stage slime. That, punk. That's, stage like slime spo- punk. that's like sport sports slime. <laughs> punk. That's like so that's yeah that's that's late stage for sure. Yeah, because capitalism started taking over the the genre at that point. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think when you start putting in basketball players who aren't actors into if, yeah. Movies. If there's if there's a recent <laughs> takeaway I and took from uh, Space Jam recently, it's yeah. that who buddy did capitalism direct this movie? <laughs> it is fucking yeah. It's rough that movie you're rewatching. Like, Bill what, Murray what is, is there a one shining like, light. What is there movie? one like? They like Michael Jordan and they like Looney Tunes. Uh, what well, if we smash them together? I'm fascinated well, go, that and they like Space yeah. too, right? Why is it called Space Jam? First of all. Because they're aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's sure. like there are aliens, but there are also Looney Tunes. What else is hot? Bass- MJ. Toss them right in the middle. You got Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's wild that movie exists. It's it is even crazier they're making a sequel with LeBron right now. Well, after COVID passes. Mm-hmm. I think they started filming it. But Anyways, well, yeah, Slime Punk <laughs> is just... It's that's, real. That's the... That's the general aesthetic, because I, I would consider yeah. it an aesthetic slash genre. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I was wandering around the internet. How do you find? How do you stumble oh, yeah, tell, upon the... Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Because oh. you, you just how shot me the link, and my mind was blown. Yeah. I'll tell you. I, I know exactly the thought lines that came through, because I was getting into... I was listening to Vaporwave, obviously, and then there's a common song that gets played um, in Vaporwave, which is... Uh, this it's it's by a Japanese like uh, pop duo. Um, yeah. Send it to me; it'll be the song to end this episode. <laughs> it's a great. I actually like. I unironically like love that song. It's yeah. um, her, what's her name? 
uh, stalling, stalling. Someone talk about something. Well, um, they should put it on the Baby Driver soundtrack. Yeah, see, it's in a in a in a film. I want to remind people that we are going yeah. to talk about <laughs> it's Baby called, Driver. It's called. Her <laughs> name is Maria Ta- Takauchi, and she's like equivalent to like. Imagine like Jay Z and Beyonce, like okay. her if and they her were husband. Together. Well, no, her and her husband are like the oh, equivalent shit. in Japan. That's how popular. Wow! They are. Holy shit! Okay. And they came out okay. with this song called "Plastic Love" in the mid '80s. Okay. Oh, you showed me this. Yeah, you, you showed me you, this. You yeah, heard that, this song. that song fucking it rules. Rips. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it, so I was just like, you know, grooving to it and shit. And I was like, well, what is this? And like, what is? So I started, you know, looking up her and like what she was in. I love when you know, that happens. Yeah. 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 You get on like a dive deep dive. Those deep yeah. dives are so great. Yeah. And and she is like, uh, she, 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 by the way, looks great at her age, like right now, like all Japanese, I guess, Asian people mm. do. They always look great <laughs> older. Yeah, they age great. And yeah. what's great is that she like, because that, that, that song like was popular when it came out, but it never left Japan. And then in 20, like 2018, 2017, Vaporwave becoming like popular, and then Plastic Love like just emerged from like the uh, the background. The, and yeah. they interviewed her, and she's like, "It's just so wonderful that something that I love so much that I would never thought go would go to the Western audience did after all these years." Yeah, like think about that. Let's like thirty like years, and like all of a sudden the song, like a song that you made, is all of a sudden popular in a different country. Is like mm-hmm. yeah. a fucking surreal experience. It's crazy when that happens. That happens with yeah. like a lot of uh, thing, like a lot of pieces of art from the past, where it's like so it yeah. suddenly kind of reemerges and people like you know in a new context. That's what happened like, to Moby Dick. Incredible. Moby Dick was like that. The author oh, really? like did he? Oh, it yeah. failed mm-hmm. and like he died thinking it was a failure. Yeah, which it's is like Lovecraft insane. too. I mean, Lovecraft yeah. was like all his shit was That's just true. like nobody. Nietzsche, cared. same with Nietzsche. He's yeah. the one of the most like influential western philosophers of all time and yeah. he just like got kicked by a horse and died like jesus really yeah I didn't know that. That's yeah it's crazy wild. oh and carpenter another one of our best artists yeah but probably. at least he's alive that's true he's, he's, <laughs> he's yeah he's lived to see the the kind of re like coming back around on his and stuff. he gets to do concerts and stuff that's but true. anyways plastic love is part of this genre called city pop and city pop was played in like uh uh japanese cities obviously in clubs and discotheques and stuff like that. In the eighties, mm-hmm. yeah, seventies yeah. and eighties. Okay, um, city pop was. So I started listening to some city pop, and I just looked up city pop because I was like, I wanted to learn more about it, and it, and you know, I learned more about like just these. It, it was called Wikipedia defined it as like a micro genre, like a mm-hmm. niche genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes sense because it was only like in Japan in like urban areas, and I was like. And it said, here's a list of niche genres or micro genres, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking through, I was like, oh, vapor, you know, like some offshoots of vaporwave and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I keep looking down. And then I see the thing that I'd never expect to see, like, ever. Yeah. Slime punk. And I was like, fuck you, you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you never expected to see, validation? Well, <laughs> right there on Wikipedia.org. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted it to be original. 
But and, and the thing is, like, what 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 year did we record that episode what with John? Uh, was it last year? That was I think 2019. That was last year. Yeah, yeah. So 2019. And I was like, I gotta make sure. And I looked up the first time Slime Punk was mentioned. It was 2012. Oh boy, that's definitely ahead of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and but I was, it's yeah, it's always gratifying when like you or, or you and a group of people or just a group of people you know come to an original idea that turns out to have already been a thing created by <laughs> observed, people yeah. that have been validated and like maybe have earned money from a thing. But it's yeah, it's gratifying when you see that because it's like oh, we were like on to something that. Is a is a true thing. Well, slime punk, <laughs> yeah, was the it, it was it, it happened after this thing called C punk, and C punk was derived from. Are you saying steampunk? C S E A. Oh wow! Like, I have never never heard of this. C yeah. punk is where people dress up in aquatic wear and wear and have green, aquamarine like hair colors and stuff. And uh, cool. um, what's the name of of um, what's the name of that color, coloring shit for girls when we were younger? Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. Yeah. It's real Lisa Frank. Very dolphin oh, heavy. Super Lisa imagery. Frank. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I guess it was just like you know, no reds, no oranges, no yellows. Mm-hmm. It's all greens, blues, purples. God damn, fucking Lisa yeah. Frank expert <laughs> Gus Kelly in the house. God damn. And we and Gus Gus Sean and I Sean's are, Sean's been on this podcast. And uh, we watched, like, we tried to find some slime punk and sea punk we stuff. We went down the rabbit hole. Whoa, okay, I didn't know this. Yeah, there's yeah. some music out there, and it's not, I think, I think going on YouTube was probably the worst way to, <laughs> to do it. Possibly, yeah. Well, so our version is different than, because it's a, it's a, it's a genre of music, so it's not exactly what we well, were talking about. Well, the thing about, right? that, it was defined as a genre of music, but also an aesthetic, Okay. And when oh. you go on YouTube, it, it it's more aesthetic-y as opposed to like a certain sound, right, guys? Like that's that, that, it was giving off more of an aesthetic. Yeah, it was giving thing. off more visual, yeah, um, aesthetic than maybe sounds. The sounds I feel were um, kind of like a small list of like what what was it like. The Don- underwater Donkey Kong song. Oh yeah, underwater and Donkey then, Kong. Uh, that song's so fucking yeah. good. I love that song. And like Echo the Dolphin mm-hmm. vibes from Sega Genesis. That was a big oh, one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like swimming around as a dolphin, listening to like like songs that would might be played at like Shamu, some like jazz undertones, but. Yeah, and there's also this like, uh, clubby stuff. Yeah, no, there's some real clubby stuff. <laughs> yeah, super okay. clubby. Interesting. And it, it felt like you know you. It felt like going to an island to a club and you're doing like ec- like ecstasy and like you know you're yeah. downing like uh, a margarita with a little umbrella in it you know like that's that's kind of how it seeps swimming felt. with dolphins in a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> underwater club. Uh, I feel <laughs> like if we had gone through SoundCloud, that'd probably be the best way to experience mm. like what the sound is. Um, but I think we just decided to leave it at at the YouTube because at least we got the visuals there. But there's yeah. some weird slime punk stuff where this chick was just covering herself in slime, and I was like, "This is a little sexual." Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, "Remember, remember that video, guys?" She was yeah. just like, "Like, I don't know, like fucking." Is it's a recent video or like an older thing? It was. Uh, it, it was, was like I don't uh, remember 2010s for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was around there. Because. Huh. 
our first um, problem was that we looked up just like slime, and you know, there's a big slime wave with kids like making slime yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, we're just going to run into a wall yeah, the slime of kids making, yeah, yeah, kids making slime or like. How much slime can we dump in our, you know, bathtub or some shit like that? But well, now this is a whole culture I want to yeah. dive into. Now I want to do a fucking <laughs> Have you slime heard of dive. Uh, fucking slime girls, dude. Yeah, slime oh, girls. No, That's but a... I'm going to when I go home. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm fascinated. It, it, it's by this. Uh, probably. I'll just tell you. Who cares? This is like yeah. a. This is a podcast for adults anyway, right? <laughs> right. There's no kids listening. <laughs> yeah. Slime girls are essentially anime girls. Okay. But they're slime. And oh, they, they're actual. They're slime. Yeah. Oh, they're translucent. So it's slime. kind of like some some muck energy from fucking. Yeah, Pokemon. some big muck. Some big, but they're some they're BME. more transparent, and they do things. And I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Okay. See, I don't, I don't like that as much. Yeah, that's I, what I, I figured. Because I, like, I thought it was girls uh, and slime, and that sounds better than slime girls. But there's like artist, literal slime yeah. girls. Yeah. 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 There's an artist named know. Slime Girls. Oh. And he uses uh it's a it's a guy. It's one guy. It's yeah. his name Slime Girls, but he uses like only video game sounds or something. Oh yeah, you're yeah. showing me that guy. The yeah, GameCube yeah. and like Game Boy Advance, like all these ROMs and just creates seep slime punk, I guess. And that of... that brought us to Grimes on the final. Oh yeah, like, we just uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I could see Grimes being in the outer layers of uh, right, some that. some kind of influence of the slime yeah. punk kind of thing, but she's made it more into like the fairy kind of science yeah. fiction aspect. I, I she's got that cyber her... cyberpunkish. Oh yeah, yeah. she's cute. She's doing cute music for the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hadn't heard her until this week. Like uh, Amy, my wife, started getting into Grimes, and she was like, mm-hmm. "Her music's really good," and she was playing it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is really good." Like is. I like this yeah. a lot. I just never heard. I figured like her her music would be more like avant garde or something like because that's mm-hmm. how it oh, kind like, of uh, is. But she um, come, yeah, her appearance. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a Lady Gaga thing where it's like you see what Lady Gaga does right. and you expect music that matches. Yeah, and then it's like oh, this is much more commercial and just like kind of classically good in, mm-hmm. in a way that's not weird. Yeah, every every Tesla you get. You get a Grimes, get a Grimes album right there, right, right. In, I'm saying it right now. She's yeah. going to be the first. Artists to perform in space. That's what I've been saying that for the last two years. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she or he say that or something? I don't know. No. I tweeted it out I feel in like the universe. And then, d- oh, yeah. that's, it was your tweet. Yeah. 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 And I, that I seems just right. think that Elon's going to shoot her up there and she's going to perform. He's going to blast her yeah. off. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> she had to do a goddamn space concert. Her and X12849. Or whatever the whatever, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their <laughs> child is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, great. you know, it's like it's, it's hard. Freedom of speech. It's, uh, hey, hey, you know, you, you, you can name your child whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's right? true. Like, you know, like baby. Ooh. You could you could name hey. your kid, even though it's not his real name. Uh, yeah. But uh, listen, guys, as you know, we're going to drive this back. <laughs> we're going to drive this back to Baby Driver, the movie of the week. Obviously, you know, was the topic. If you've been li- listening to the last thirty minutes of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, well, I yeah. Guess speaking I of music, speaking of music, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. You know, Baby Driver has a lot of music. Yeah, there's a lot there's of no music slime the punk. No there's slime. no it's grime. Not a slime punk movie. But they, it does cover a, a lot of genres. There's no slime girls, but you know that's okay. There's girls in it. 
They're only a- a- making couple. all these like connections. Yeah, all these right. like tangential. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, and I, I had mentioned historical context before. Like we saw this all together at fucking Casablanca, uh, Casablanca. Back, back when human beings could go to movie theaters. And, that, and it was they great just had they had those recliner chairs. It just had opened too, right? I, I remember that was, it was the first movie I saw there. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, same here. It was like the brand new theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we went with like Sean, Brian, maybe Zach too, like other people. And it was like we were like uh, like we've talked about in this season for like Edgar Wright's movies. Um, he was a very zeitgeisty guy, I think, for like, you know, at least for for Adam and I is very much like like, oh, this this guy is like kind of like a, a new hot director that we're we like gotta staying see, on we gotta top. Say, you got to see all his movies. Yeah, like, oh, he, he has out. a fucking like a... a a dri- like a driving movie like you and i obviously love mm-hmm. drive yeah we were in the bag for and heist movies yeah. i mean yeah what what heist oh, oh i thought you said ice movies i was like <laughs> yeah ice movies yeah ice heist trucker. movies heist movies yeah heist. for sure um and it was it was very much like a uh marketed as like kind of almost a musical in some regards oh absolutely yeah yeah the way that it, it's like a yeah. long music video it's great yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like kind of, and he puts a homage to, not even an homage, like a direct reference to the music video that he did with. Oh, um, right. Fuck, who who's in it? What what band was the the video for? Was it Beck? He directed a music Maybe. video with um, Beck, one hundred percent. He did with Alison Brie, right? Oh well, that that was a newer one that, that he directed. One? Okay. That's good. Um, but it was like one of his first directing gigs. Uh, are you pulling it up, Gus? Yeah, blue song, Mint Royale. Does that sound right? Yeah, Mint Mint Royale. That's yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, and then it's the the British actor that's in it. He's like Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding. Yeah. yeah, and he makes an appearance in the. Yeah, he's in Baby Driver. He's in the when yeah. they're flipping through the channels or whatever. That yeah, yeah. the music video yeah, that Edgar Wright directed right. is like oh, all the things. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little masturbatory, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's like it's him expanding on basically the entire premise of that music video. Which which is a similar thing, um, baby, baby. The, and this just was the first it out through uh, oh, yeah, two hours. No, what's yeah. Up? Oh, I was <laughs> gonna say this was the first time uh, Edgar Wright uh, wrote on his own, right? For this film, I is might it be directed wrong. and written? By yeah, him? I think it is he, he only, by. yeah. This is the first time he wrote, wrote by himself. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it shows. I think so too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the only one who yeah, feels it. Does. Li- yeah, l- listen. So, so we all saw this together. Yeah. Some context that I may get into is that I had like a beer or two during and before the screening. <laughs> it had just been kind of ballooning and kind of, you know, growing throughout the movie. I was like, man, I got to pee, but. I want to see all of this movie. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, to our to our zoomers out there who don't who don't who who are just used to streaming services where you can pause a movie. You've never been to a movie. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't pause a, you can't pause the movie actually, which is strange, I know. You have to just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you want to take a piss while well, you're just going to miss, miss some parts. You got to yeah. miss something. And so I something. I was like this this is like peak hubris. I was like I'm going to fucking hold it. What, what's left? Like 20 minutes? And it'd be like 40, 50. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I was like, 
It got to the fucking climax of the movie, and I was like, I'm going to fucking piss you, my pants. You I don't climaxed wanna... <laughs> quite literally as well. Yeah. I, I was climaxing as well. I went to the bathroom. I climaxed <laughs> yeah. physically. You know, the most incredible sensation. In sync with the movie almost. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> just as like Kevin Spacey got hit with the car, I was pissing, and I was just like, uh, I was feeling Nirvana. <laughs> and, uh, and then I came back to the, uh, you know, the theater, and... Uh, we were post climax, and I missed like post the climax, most important yeah. uh, shit play out, and it was already like John Ham in the parking garage chasing baby in the in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's like my context. So like watching it this time, I was like, oh, I can finally see kind of what happens in the end. Yeah, didn't I just yeah. like whisper over to you like you missed literally like <laughs> the yeah you of, well yeah. you you whispered I think to be like uh. Uh, Kevin Spacey died, and then yeah. uh, John Hamson. The, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so like the yeah, the most important shit in like a three minute period. Um, but uh, yeah, what were your guys' big takeaways from like seeing seeing it in 2017? We all obviously like had a good time, but oh uh, yeah, I think this honestly was the first movie I had ever gone in without watching a trailer. So I, I went in completely blind. Oh shit! Yeah, that's and, always a, yeah, it's cool. And thing. then ever since then. I've been trying not to watch trailers because I enjoyed it so ah. much coming out of it, and it was—it's you know, a fun flick. It's—it's it's, um, a fun flick. It was a—I don't, I don't know when it came out in the summer. I'm guessing. I think late summer. Right? Yeah, or maybe July. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I like June. July. June, yeah, July. it came out in June, and I, I just yeah. remember this because um, the slash film podcast I listened to a lot mm. more around that time. And they did the box office. They do they do the summer box oh, office. Oh yeah, major. we should get into this. Yeah, yeah, sure. and uh, and it was a, a it was a surprise because it made the top ten for the summer, and it was like a big summer, mm-hmm. and it was a big deal that like Edgar Wright, you know, had a had a big rebound after like um, Jesus, how many years was it that he did uh, the World's, yeah, World's End? End? It was like twenty thirteen. So yeah. yeah, so it was a, it was like four years Jesus because he, Christ, he had the yeah. Ant Man debacle yeah. in the middle, and it was like a big deal that like he had his big return was sure it wasn't like an inexpensive movie it was like ninety million I think, uh, but it was a hit it made like two hundred fifty million basically, and, uh, and it was like a last stand like it was important that this movie succeeded honestly because medium yeah. budget movies were on the way you know to die mm-hmm. and I argue that they still are. And well, needed this, yeah, we needed this whole thing is gonna, we needed Baby Driver to like yeah kind of remind us that medium budget movies are still good that we don't need like either indie films or big yeah. blockbusters. It's not movies just only. low and humongous. Yeah, it's not just five million and two hundred fifty million. It's like you can make something for a hundred. Yeah, that makes a lot of money, even though yeah, I think I think people at Disney are very much in the camp of like. Listen, we're not going to spend a hundred to make four hundred. We're going to spend two hundred fifty to, to make, make a, a billion. billion. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's like they're thinking now, but there there's still other you know there's still other interests at work that spend that don't want to spend two hundred fifty million. But uh, who knows how COVID's going to affect all that shit? Well, Jesus yeah, Christ. we'll just have to see when the dust settles yeah, or the, the coughing settles, I guess. <laughs> settles. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I felt like this film was like super refreshing after like the height of superhero movies because you know what Avengers was like three fourths through now. And then 2017. Yeah. It was yeah. like the year before infinity war. It was like, right. uh, so yeah, I, I just remember it was like a very, 
enthusiastic, like energizing experience to like go yeah. see like a big, you know, like a big action filled Edgar yeah. Wright movie. Um, yeah. That was still like yeah. you know kind of grounded in in a way. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember telling my parents that they needed to see Baby Driver because I wanted people to support, Same, yeah. you know, something that wasn't just comic books. Sequels or... Sequels or comic or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I wanted, like, original film um, to succeed. And, I mean, I really liked Baby Driver when it first came out. Um, though on this uh, this second watching... It was. It was a very. Um, I think yeah. I have, I have some, some yeah. opinions that I don't want to. I don't. It's not like it's a bad. It's not a bad movie. No, it's not. It's bad. not. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's just. I think I saw with a more positive lens back then than I do mm-hmm. now. For sure. Yeah. And it. it <laughs> the context of me saying the whole uh, piss thing was that I. I kind of. It, it was a similar thing to if you listen to the Dunkirk episode. Dunkirk. It was much more drastic in Dunkirk, where I walked out of the movie being like, I don't know what the fuck happened because <laughs> yeah, yes. the presentation was so bad. But in this one, it was kind of like, Baby Driver, I, I, I liked it a lot when I walked out, and I was like, that was a lot of fun. His fucking, uh, his directing in the movie the is, directing so good, is so good. Yeah. Um, mm. And so confident. And that was my big takeaway, and I was kind of like, I kind of don't know about the ending because I missed chunks of it and or a big chunk of it. And and this this viewing was really like illuminating to that. Uh, yeah, do you want to start from the end since we're already there? Yeah. Yeah, I I th- this movie is this movie almost feels like a couple or like two or three different movies at various points where it's like I think the first half or even maybe just first 30 40 minutes is I think so tightly directed and like concise and knows kind of exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I feel like when, and it, it, we can talk about kind of other Edgar Wright movies that kind of do this too. It reminded me almost of Shaun of the Dead in that Shaun of the Dead in the end kind of takes a dark turn where like tonally it's like, I hope you're on board for this because we're going to get dark. It's going to get real and you better like buckle up for this. And I feel mm-hmm. like it does that. He, he likes doing that. Like Edgar Wright clearly likes doing that. And this movie doesn't, and I feel like it totally, it, it doesn't totally work. It it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. because it... Yeah, the yeah. ending does not work at all. Because the, the the opening is so fun and so light. Right, yeah. Throws that I feel right like when, it. like... And I don't even want to, like, blame this on him, because he, I think he's good. I think Jamie Foxx is good in the movie. Oh, Jamie Foxx yeah. is amazing in he's this He's fucking movie. great. Because yeah. he you yeah. hate him so much. God, he's... Yeah. And that's but what makes him great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's great, but it's mm. like, I almost feel like he's a very strong flavor added to a stew that, like, it kind of fucks up the mix. I can see well, that. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of overshadows I, Baby's character almost. I get it. It's a darkness that I feel like this movie, up until that, up to that point, it doesn't quite fit. He adds to the tension, though. And that's why I like, because yeah, Jamie Foxx's, does, like, yeah. character is one of the highlights I think because like you always feel a sense of instability and danger from him. And that's what I liked about it. Cause you always paid attention to like what he was up to. Like I almost didn't give a shit about like baby, like at all. I didn't care about like his trials and tribulations. We, we can get into you know him, what I mean? uh, the Ansel of it all. I, I kind of, uh, <laughs> not, you know, recent events, not, we don't have to talk about but, it. Um, um, 
but yeah. his his I feel I maybe feel like he's not he's not good the best. I mean, I'm just gonna say like he's not good. Like I don't think I don't, I don't a, yeah. I, don't I think I think, I think they could have gotten somebody that hey, could have uh, truly I'm nailed. Baby and uh, uh, I like and uh, yeah. I just <laughs> my mom. It comes down to casting. Like a, yeah. a lot of my biggest issues come down to the casting of him, kind of, and that and that's unfortunate yeah. because yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you need somebody that will like be as confident and pop as much as Edgar Wright's directing, if that yeah. makes sense. And I feel like uh, Ansel doesn't quite bring it in, in a lot of the, the scenes that he's in. Yeah. Where, like, Edgar mm-hmm. Wright's kind of carrying him with the energy of his directing. It just seems like when, when Ansel does his little dances and stuff, and I get it, and I see Ansel, like, committing to those dances, there's something about... There's, like, a hint of, like... There's a hint of like irony in the way that he does it to where it doesn't seem authentic. And that's what kind of made yeah. me kind of like not like his performance because it's supposed to be like him being genuine and authentic when he's dancing and confident. Yeah. But yet how Ansel it's like I can't even I wish I could be more technical and describe it, but I, the way that I yeah. perceived it was a hint like this tiniest hint of irony that ruined his performance. You know what it is? I, th- I was thinking about mm. this. I honestly think it's like, it's ego. I, th- I honestly think that it's, he, th- he thinks he's a little too cool for this movie. Uh, I and I, and it, yeah. I honestly, that's what I really picked up on this time was it's like, fuck man, you need somebody, you need, I don't know. You, I, you need somebody to give like a co- this is a ridiculous connection that people will probably not track but like you need somebody to give like a Cohen brothers performance where it's somebody who I don't know a specific actor necessarily but somebody who's coming in and just being like so fucking sincere on screen okay. and just like and I just got too there were too many fucking shots of like Ansel being like I'm fucking cool that's and true, it's like right? that's true. it just doesn't Work, man, and it, it makes me nervous for fucking uh, already, West Side Story. But it's also like a problem too. of of the character too. It's like if you're going to yeah. communicate that he's this authentic, like he's this authentic, genuinely good person, it's hard to also have him involved in this crime ring and also be cool. On top of that, <laughs> there's a lot of things going on with Baby's character that it's like an amalgamation of things that. I mean, uh, you have to kind of give Edgar Wright some responsibility in that. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, he he needed to, like, make this character more coherent as opposed to, like, being, like, this this how, this um, beacon of good morality and also a cool guy and also sympathetic. Yeah, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's what's like hard... What, you can't yeah. you can't have all of those things because you have to have a fatal flaw and he his fatal flaw was only that he cared about his adopted dad too much. <laughs> it's like that's not a flaw. That's just yeah. like like of course of, like he wasn't and oh maybe his hearing like his physical like hearing yeah but there was nothing like character flaw as the others other characters did have. The other yeah. characters were actually way more interesting than Baby. For like, sure, he was a little. He was like to me. It was like he was a little too like video game protagonist almost. Where it's like he's a little too like Gordon Freeman or something. Where it's like he there's not really anything there because he's so quiet. 
And it's like, obviously Edgar Wright, you know, really likes, you know, like, like the dancing and the music stuff. But it's like, I felt like that, that wit, I don't know. It's like, they're, they're clever. There's a lot of clever lines in this movie. Like I wrote them down in my notes, but I I felt like it didn't. But that's also the hilarious part that I also like didn't like almost. Was the clever lines the were dialogue? so clinical? <laughs> yes, yeah. it was not not totally based in character, which I think he was able to do with a lot of his other movies. Because like Quentin yeah. Tarantino is able to do it in the way like in Pulp Fiction, where you have like really snappy like lines that are consistent with the characters, mm-hmm. and then you have these snappy lines that don't seem to either be performed by Baby completely believably, and also it doesn't seem in line with the characters themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, ba- like Baby and uh, Deborah's like exchange, like, oh, those are all really clever lines, but how they're done is just so like strange to me. It was just so strange. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, it felt mm-hmm. a little strange. What What do you think, Gus? Yeah, as what far do you think? Like, <laughs> I, I felt like Adam. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Fucking ran. Totally okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, upon a second watching, um. Yeah, baby's. Have you not seen it since uh, since theaters? Or? Uh, no, I think I saw it once more after, okay. like, with my parents or something. Like, we yeah. had rented Redbox or something because I wanted them to see it. I thought they would like it. Yeah, mm. and um, but yeah, this was the first time in maybe like two years since then. But um, yeah, I think because it's just missing that like heart bit in the script. I think something about like yeah, maybe cause since Edgar Wright, this was like his first time writing on his own he yeah you know couldn't really lean on someone else's strengths as a writer like, yeah, like maybe maybe Simon Peg, Peg is yeah. more the, the heart guy no, when it comes to when Peg when is a structural he's like the skeleton of the of the movies you know he keeps everything like together with terms of like relationships and stuff yeah yeah well Edgar Wright's really great at directing and yeah, yeah. that's what I felt like oh man is this terrible this is Forgive me for saying this. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I felt like Baby Driver was similar to how Neil Blomkamp does his movies. Ooh, that's and interesting. It was like nine specifically, or just in general, like because okay, yeah. Blomkamp's philosophy is that this is a cool scene. I'm just gonna write everything else in between and connect them all, like connect the dots. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing that was amazing about Baby Driver, which I loved, were all the action sequences. And all the timing and the music and just, like, the syncing, the the editing and the syncing of, like, all the sounds in what was going on in the action to mm-hmm. sync with the music. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, Jimmy Fox saying tequila. Like, all those are such <laughs> amazing sequences yeah, that yeah. I felt like Wright had, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking for him, but it just seemed like those were things he thought of in, in his head and then put everything else, like, as the connective tissue. There's nothing wrong right. with that. Yeah, philosophically, yeah. because if you're going to make a music video, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like you have to also understand that you're going to ha- uh, if if someone's going to be critical of your plot, that's what, this is what's going to happen. Is that yeah. there's going to be a lot of loose stuff. And I'm know? visualizing yeah. like Edgar Wright making a playlist of all these songs, yeah. and then thinking of all these scenarios he could like write within, and then he's got songs or you know, yeah, he's got plots or just holes and everything. So he tries to connect them between yeah. using songs or just you know what's, random dialogue. Oh man, you know it's a really interesting comparison that I didn't think of till now, but I think it's a really 
apt comparison for this movie is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah. For okay. sure. Because that, that's a thing where, like, literally Gunn and Wright have... They had very similar writing methods where it was like, mm-hmm. I have, like, a series of songs. I have, like, set pieces. I have, like, emotional moments that I want to sync the songs to. Right. And it's like... I, I almost don't want to fault right for it because it's like the directing, the fucking craft in this movie is so good. Yes. But yeah. where where it falls a little bit short, I think that uh, Volume 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think really excels emotionally where it's yeah. like it's a really fucking – like that movie hits pretty hard emotionally and he's able to like sync up these musical moments like visually with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That- like I don't want to shit on right too much. It's just that. Yeah, we can talk d- positive d- after this. I feel yeah, we're, we're yeah, going hard on the yeah. negatives here. Well, I guess it's good to get the just like Kevin Spacey says. You know, it's all it's all good news, right, or some shit like that. Whatever line he said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but but um, when you, it's like when you make a movie, it's like what do you want to make? Do you want to make something that's narratively cohesive, that's uh, emotionally packed with complex characters where people take away lessons about life from, or do you want like a stylish stylistic fun movie? There's nothing wrong with either route. They're both completely valid, like routes. Mm -hmm. You know, I love my action movies that don't have any sort of emotional, like throughput. Wright was weaving both of those things was, was attempting to weave both of those things. And it kind of just gets messy. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, you can tell, like, his primary focus was the stylistic, like, action sequencing movie, which was very successful. But the, the connective tissue was, like, he was attempting to have an uh, emotional... Um, love story. A love story yeah. where, you know, De- with Deborah and Baby, and also, like, the emotional thing with his, his foster dad... And it all just kind of was kind of vacuous in the way that Deborah was completely like one dimensional. Like she had zero agency in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like she was just like, okay, baby. I'm she was like literally his yeah. like escape dream. Like yeah. his, his mm-hmm. fantasy literally became yes. reality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the Deborah. It w- it was sad what happened with Deborah. She just didn't. She had zero agency. Mm-hmm. Baby was like, you come, you meet me at two a.m. You're gonna be there. She's like, I'll okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I did, you know, she said she set up that that's what she wanted, and then I think he, I don't know. Yeah, but you're, I'm just you're saying, right. You're I'm just right. saying yeah, yeah. that baby simply was pointing at things, and she, I mean, yeah, you could say that she wanted to do those things, but there was nothing like, there was no like real exploration if she really like wanted to or like if you could just hear like it was just like her job was shitty and that's mm-hmm. the reason why she wanted to leave and i think that that you know? um goes well into our theory that Wright had these set pieces he wanted to do and he mm. just kind of maybe pigeonholed those little things to connect exactly like, yeah connect yeah there, I, to have somewhat of a story yeah flow. i i think i think he wanted to my my theory if i'm also speaking for Edgar right mm-hmm. is that my my theory is that like he had in mind like a type of movie he wanted to make. It's like he he's a guy who loves movies. Yeah. He he fucking tweets about them all the time and stuff like that. He's a guy who loves like like road, like chase, like car car chase movies. 
Um, I, I feel like he was like, I, I want to make something like that. And I, th- I think he's like a guy who likes heist movies too. So I almost feel like he kind of backed into this movie of like, you know, like my style is kind of like a music video type mm-hmm. thing. We can kind of like bring all the things that I like together. And and he didn't totally put like a character. I don't know. Like he he didn't. That's totally, why he needs a yeah. Simon Pig. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like Simon Pig would be is is great designing those authentic relationships between people, mm-hmm. and that's how that's why like like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End are all brilliant because they weren't they were relationship movies that were genre based, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. While Baby Driver was a driver, was a was an action driver heist movie with the relationships where the characters take after. a back seat. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There, there it is. is. There it is. Put, put it on the fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> and then, no. that's 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 the main difference between his other movies. Yeah. The, and a, a, another movie unrelated to Edgar Wright that I think gives evidence of this is the. Simon Pegg written Star Trek Beyond mm-hmm. where like that's Great a movie, movie that yeah. stripped yeah it's a, it stripped things down and was very character focused yeah. and um because after it benefited all, yeah. after all why do we watch movies it's, yeah. it's like yeah we like we like spaceships and we love car chases mm-hmm. we love magic you know, we love Harry Potter. We love all, but what we really love is Harry Potter and Hermione. You know what I mean? It's like you or really yeah, actually yeah. like making the that character. Connection. We yeah. we don't love yeah. Ron. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, Ron Ron's a little bit of a cuck, right? <laughs> Stop calling Ron dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was missing an element of that. It has a very like auteur driven thing where it's like written and directed by you know. Um, oh, for sure. But. Uh, yeah, maybe would have benefited from you know a pig pass, a pig pass, toss a pig pass. In would, so what about some good positive things? I oh, think. See, uh, the thing is, a lot of stuff. Yeah, like a lot a, of stuff. Direct. Yeah. Listen, this is right. the director showdown. <laughs> this, the craft, the fucking directing in this movie is goddamn mm-hmm. out of this world. Even director when the tone craft, shifts, I like that word. Director craft. I kind of like that. Craft down. Uh, Look, I hope I don't go on Wikipedia and find the, the t- uh, <laughs> an article di- called director craft. Director craft. And it's like, page. fuck off. You did coin a new term. We were watching it earlier what today. You coined uh, car kung fu, which I oh, liked yeah, a lot. car kung fu. Yeah. There's was, that scene in the beginning yeah, where... Shit. Where he goes through an alley and he's oh, going so forward cool. and then he I don't know what what does he do I don't know how to he describe hand it. He breaks right hand breaks and then goes backwards for a little bit oh and that then, seems like, wild oof, yeah yeah and it's in between like these two uh, yeah. eighteen wheeler car kung fu yeah is a thing that I need to do more research on because I feel like it should be a thing well John Wick two has some incredible fucking car car kung or car car fu car fu okay car fu uh, uh, that's what's got to be right I think. yeah um, and it exists I'm sure. the the, the, the whole, scene that made me think of that is when they're being chased by the cops in the w I think it's a WRX uh, Subaru mm-hmm. and do you remember when he he lay the cop lays down the throws um, the the spikes the spikes yeah and he like fishtails yeah and yeah. like makes the spikes hit the cop car right and i was like that's that's like car car food <laughs> that's car that food, was yeah. cool like that was such a cool and if like, you think thing. about it yeah the whole in the entire the set piece at the end of the film between john and ham and uh baby is car food too 
They're literally yeah, it was car- ramming yeah, each it's other. A, it in was cars. a duel. Yeah. yeah, it was a car car yeah. food duel. It's uh well, and Edgar Wright's like a a huge fan of like Jackie Chan. It's almost like he wants to make like a fucking chase, like a car chase movie, and. Yeah, like a Carfu movie, also. But yeah, if we're talking, if we're you talking, heard it here first. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's Carfu. Look at MTM copyright, copyright, <laughs> copyright. Um, if we're talking, yeah, if we're talking great stuff, like let's get in, like all of the fucking directing, mm-hmm. the shot composition of the fucking car chases is so goddamn good, and that that's what like I when I like put it on tonight and was watching it, that's what really hit home with me was like. Uh, Fuck, like that first bank robbery is mm-hmm. so good. And that song that accompanies it, the bell yeah. bottom song, mm-hmm. like it's it's a wonder it's so fun. And it, you get thrown right into it. It's the first, you know, you you don't know any of these characters. It yeah. just starts off with them in the car and you yeah. kinda get a sense of baby a little bit. He's like goofing around or whatever. Baby. It's, it's, baby. it's, <laughs> it's interesting because it's like a more I don't know, it's like I, I see a lot of like uh growth in Edgar Wright and like how he directs a lot of this movie mm-hmm. because it's like it's not like Shaun of the Dead where it's like the super fast cuts almost like a goddamn like we were talking about earlier like a Looney Tunes or something oh, like yeah. a cartoon it's like it's more nuanced but it is still his same flair of like really like fast edits and like the cutting oh, is really yeah. fast and like a lot of the shots I was like how the fuck did they film that like the one in particular when baby is leaving the bank and he does that like he's like like skidding, and then he like zooms right past the fucking camera. Okay, yeah. And it's like so some cameraman was like just right next to the mm-hmm. fucking car. Like, right, next you just to had to trust the stunt man. Um, and I, I I was like uh, I think I was listening to what podcast was it? It was uh, I'll have to look it up. Um, it's uh some some podcast where a, a guy talks to directors, and it was it was the Baby Right episode. He was talking Baby Right, Baby Driver, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, with Edgar Wright, and he was talking about uh the the filming of like a lot of those car scenes. And Edgar Wright was saying that they built a mount on top of the car where like Edgar wow. Wright was sitting. Oh, he was yeah, sitting on top right. of the yeah. car in a lot of these car chase scenes. That's wild. Like filming, and he would like. He would have a little monitor, and he was like filming inside the car. He was do- sitting on top of it for a lot of those, and he it was really important to him that it was all like in camera that mm-hmm. they didn't do any kind of like trickery or anything. So right. all the scenes inside of the cars with like the actors like fucking moving around that was real. That was like a stunt driver driving, and that was John Ham and yeah. <laughs> uh, what's her El- name Elsa Gonzalez. Yeah, like the most beautiful woman that's ever existed, <laughs> sitting in the back, like actually. Like being flared around. around, yeah. yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, uh, the the geography of the car chase is true too. If you yeah take the shots and where the streets are in Atlanta, like it's actually like a route that happens. Ah, uh, okay. I think I remember seeing cool. like a bird's eye view of like a map of Atlanta and then showing like, oh yeah, this is where they started filming, you know, and this is the route that Baby would have taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's just like another layer of um, layers. The, of I kind of want to talk about the Atlanta of it all. I honestly, when it, mm-hmm. rewatching this mean the time, purple Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, when Gu- when Gus and I saw it together today, and I was like, oh, "That's yeah. Atlanta right there." That's like, Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I honestly think the movie would have benefited from 
like an L.A. or New York, honestly. Oh, yeah. I really do think that, like, but but they filmed it there, you know, for obvious tax cuts. It's why Marvel (laughs) films in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody wants to go to to Georgia to film because they get huge tax credits there. Um, which is obviously like, that's what made the movie possible, which is great and, and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I just felt like, you know, the, this, the visuals of the city, just the, the, the place of it all, I think would have benefited from like a New York or LA or I don't know where else in the America it could have been. But, yeah. 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 There is, it is, it's so interesting that you bring up that point. Because I kind of feel the same way. Like you just feel like it's a little with generic. Atlanta, it just feels yeah. so. Man, I'm not trying to shit on Atlanta either, but I don't know. I think uh, it gives it some character. Does it? I feel like if you had it in L.A., like L.A. traffic, it's terrible. I don't think you could have some cool car chases. <laughs> at, I mean, if you're crazy, two o'clock on L.A. Oh yeah. That's I mean, true. have you ever seen Armageddon? <laughs> Boy, they no. get creative with geography and. <laughs> Armageddon. Well, like they 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 drive in the uh, what, what's the name of that like water that water uh, that famous like drainage oh, system? Oh yeah 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 like oh, from okay. from fucking uh, yeah. it's a Grand Theft Auto oh. Greece Greece like Greece okay. yeah every, everyone uh, in drives in there. spillways the, like, yeah yeah the drainway <laughs> whatever it is yeah. everybody drives I the main thing I think of is yeah. GTA San Andreas when I, <laughs> oh, yeah. when I see that in anything I'm like oh I remember driving. Yeah. As CJ and this is a good uh, shortcut. I just gotta take this yeah, one. cut through here. Yeah, um, but I I don't know. It's like t- maybe it's been done already. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I I guess maybe what didn't help it was the southern accents by uh, right. the the weird attempt by Ansel Elgort and then like Li- Lily James uh, who plays I liked her a lot. Yeah, Deborah Debbie. Um, she she commits to it a little more, so mm-hmm. it's a little more like. Believable, honest, yeah. believable, but he really goes in and right. out on that fucking yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's is, like Ansel, is, is, okay. Is he American? What is he? He is, yeah, he's, yeah, American? he's American. Okay. Hmm. Um, so I, I just feel like it, it comes and goes with him. It's like, you don't have to do Southern accents for Atlanta. Right. It's like, like Atlanta's very, like, I don't know, I think a lot of, maybe it's because he's British or May, he yeah, wanted to add to the kind of like folksiness the, the of, of, the, of the story. I mean, but, it's fine. It's just Ansel wasn't like, you know, Mm. Ansel didn't do the the best. Like he didn't do the best. Yeah, didn't really sell it. He didn't um, really sell it. But but yeah, I mean, it's like uh, that. First, like I said before, like the first thirty forty minutes is so fucking good because that opening mm. car chase. I I almost feel like it it suffers from uh, like you <laughs> you blew your load too early. Oh yeah. Because it's like that first chase is so fucking good, and then it goes into that oneer, which is like maybe the best scene in the movie, right? Like the the one shot of of baby walking to the coffee shop, mm. and it's like a music video mm-hmm. for the for the song that's the, playing. The tone is so weird. Yeah, yeah. Because you get like this action sequence, and then now it's like I'm in a musical and mm-hmm. I'm dancing around. But it fits with the opening car chase. But then after that, it very much kind of is like a like set piece by set piece. Maybe we'll kind of do that, and then in mm. the end, it kind of doesn't really. It's not. That. I think it's it's like a it's like a setup for 
what uh, attempt at his character because he does it again. He goes and gets coffee and he's all pissed. Remember? He, like, yeah, it was like a someone. setup. Well, setup it's it's like Shaun of the Dead yeah. going yeah. to the, the store, right? It's right. like it, like he first goes and it's uh, everybody's kind of like a zombie, and then he goes back and then they're actually zombies. Right. It's like Edgar Wright has like what what we would call you know. Uh, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's, it, it rhymes. Oh God! <laughs> we have, well, we have a we have a phrase for it on the show I think... that I forgot. Director trademarks. No, I've, why did I forget it? Trade. Oh, uh, signature uh, uh, signature moves. moves. Jesus Christ! I think <laughs> this I, is why. I think the reason why it feels so off to me is because of Ansel. It's it's what you said, Brent, where he feels like he's too cool for this. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I look silly, but you know, I'm I, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh yeah. he's yeah, he's a little too aware that he's in a movie or something. Yeah. He's trying he's like I know I'm sexy and I'm going to play this guy real sexy. And uh yeah, it's but it's like it's like he, like he the thought problem. He, yeah. It's like he just thought that it wasn't like this is stupid, but I'm doing it. You know anyway. what you need? You know, I mean? you know hmm. this is I think what this movie needed. Who? It's not even a who. It's like some. It's a like it's a philosophy. It's a philosophy of okay. of the main like actor. Yeah, you needed mm-hmm. somebody who thought they were in a musical and had the sincerity of somebody being in a musical. Okay, and plays well, those scenes out like sincerely, like because he. I don't know. It's like he's too cool for school. It makes me nervous. Like I said before, for West Side Story, where he's the yeah. lead. Uh, in that a fucking musical. Well, that, that's a, it. Might work for West Side. I think like if if people sang in this, maybe it would work better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then you would then you know like what you're engaged in. You yeah, know, you I see know what you expect. Yeah, it's not because yeah. like I don't want to say that's a bad thing. What Wright did, it's just like the tonal inconsistency. It can be a good thing if it's done on a way that conveys a point, which yeah. I, you guys can tell me if there was something in that inconsistency, if there was a point, but I, I don't see it, you know, mm-hmm. cause there's yeah. a lot of tonal inconsistencies. You know, you know what I yeah. think it might be is that a musical it's putting everything onto an actor, right? Right. Where yeah. this movie, the inherent premise is putting it all onto the Music. editing and Edgar Wright. Yeah, and Edgar Wright. And so... It was like a showcase that, as opposed... It's like a showcase of what he likes to film, as opposed to... Yeah. And Ansel yeah. clearly, I think, maybe didn't have the trust, or, like, Edgar Wright didn't have the full trust or something of, of Ansel. Yeah. But there was clearly, I think, a disconnect maybe there. Mm. Um that uh yeah it was it wasn't a musical but it was it was like a editing directing musical you know if that makes sense okay. i guess well i guess i'm going to stop shooting on ansel <laughs> for a second and i'm going to move on to if you guys would like to join me on this moving on to john ham i like john ham a lot um yeah. mm-hmm. i think great. he did a great job i love his character you know he's essentially it's it's kind of cool how jamie fox it's a little on the nose, but also I kind of liked how Jamie Foxx identified his backstory. You know, you see the a Wall Street broker. Yeah. Yeah, That's something I, I don't think apart, clicked you know? with me when I first saw it for some reason. Like, yeah. maybe I was thinking yeah, about how sure. much I needed the piss. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it clicked this time of, like, he totally, like, figures out John Hamm and his, and his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, or and wife. He, they're married, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and... and but yeah, that feels out of a different. That feels like a fucking Michael Mann movie or something. Yeah, like, it that's feels, what I feel like. like he's totally yeah. a Michael Mann character for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I like. Maybe I like think his of character. Too. 
I like this character a lot because like he's like a bull because on Wall Street you see the the brass bull that mm. represents like you know a bull market and stuff. So I like and his last name is Von Horn. So you know like he's definitely <laughs> like I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So it, it was kind of cool to see like a criminal who was like like a a Wall Street broker who becomes like a high, like a heist guy. I don't know. Like I've never seen that, so I thought it was interesting that. Yeah, that was, a, that was cool. I re- I, I kind of want a spinoff movie of of Buddy and Darling the movie and just have them <laughs> oh, like, like a total Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah, like, like them doing thing. like cool stuff because I because yeah. like I loved their sequences together. I love like the one where you know when they, uh, you know when Baby fucks up the whole heist and they're like together. And they're like, like, Darling is dual wielding ARs, just shooting. <laughs> right. It looked super badass, and just like the cuts on Ham look super cool. Like Ham's, Ham's aesthetic is like what I wish I could do. Oh, dude, Ham's look in this yeah. movie, the fuck, the, sl- the he looks my so favorite fucking thing. Cool. I don't know if I can like verbalize this look. Sure. But the slicked back hair <laughs> that becomes messy. Where it's like the fucking side yeah, star. Yeah. It's a very 1930s look, I feel. Where it's like yeah, everybody like, used to slick their like hair neo, back. It's like a neo-1930s or something. It's like a neo-1930s haircut. Yeah, it's fucking the coolest. Because you know when he's fucking like down to business because his hair's all messed up. Yeah, and it's like, like the that. sides are coming out, but yeah. it still looks the fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. Has, it's right. like it's his own character. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hair is... Yeah. It's and then Eliza Gonzalez is just... Super fucking hot in this movie. God, yeah. Just ridiculous. Like, when she ridiculous. has her legs on the table, you're just like, I'm not even paying attention to anything else going <laughs> I'm on in this movie. I'm not hearing words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though she's saying the most fucked up stuff to, like, Baby in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was a scene where they confront Baby with... Um, That's right, the tapes. The tapes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, because I'm focused on... I'm distracted. I'm distracted <laughs> on those legs. So. But, uh, yeah, she gets brutally killed. By the Atlanta PD, mm-hmm. and PD. Uh, yeah, and Ham gets yeah that that's, Ham goes ham. He goes ham on the PD. <laughs> that that's see, it's like there are character shifts. That's we, we, that we need to so, talk about this. We yeah. need to talk about Ham's character shift. Yeah, because Ham, it makes sense that Ham gets yeah. mad. It totally tracks. Totally right? tracks. But it's almost like this viewing kind of cemented that it's like in this movie though. In in the fun like musical where Ham was like yeah. tracking as a character who was like, you know, I'm kind of like your dad. Baby. Yeah, he's like a nice guy. He's like, yeah. like he he was like a re- like a dad replacement for baby in a weird way. Or like I love same with Eliza. Yeah. What's up, Gus? Or I was yeah. gonna say like an uncle. I feel I feel like Kevin Spacey yeah. is more like. The dad, yeah. is a, the dad that he resents, right? And then, and right. Then, oh yeah. yeah, like two sides of the same coin. Well, I love the scene. Well, he's the cool all, dad, you right? Know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they said that you know, like daddy and mommy are making right. out to babe. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, okay, like okay, There's that's like true. Some, something going on here. Yeah, it's like the the scene. I guess that that I didn't even like. I don't know. That didn't mean much when I first saw it, but really hit this time is like when Ham like sits down with baby. And they like listen to Queen, and it's like, oh, this is like a nice guy, right. and like Ham is so inherently charming. It's mm-hmm. like that's what he weaponizes on Mad Men. His yeah, like right. his, his inherently charming the persona. Thing is, it's just like that scene looked like the purposes of just helping Baby out. There wasn't any ulterior motive later yeah. on. That's why it was so weird about it. 
Because, like, I get that Ham would go, like, I get that Buddy would be angry at Ansel, but then what's the point of establishing any sort of, like, yeah. bonding between there, There's the Yeah, there's almost, an in, like, a, an intentional... Like these are just Subversion, bad guys. And, yeah, these maybe are just bad uh, guys. that maybe Edgar Wright wanted to do where like Baby, because I remember even seeing it in the theater like when Baby kills um, Jamie Foxx's character, mm. being like, "Oh shit!" I th- well, he kind of seemed like the big bad, mm-hmm. and then the fact that that turns into John Hamm, it's like he justifies that, but also I feel like it doesn't totally track with the first half of the movie. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, and and yeah. it's, it's not really baby that kills Eliza. It's the APD. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. So that's yeah. Right. That's I mean, like, but I guess baby jeopardizing ends justify, the, yeah. And justify the means because we get a cool carfu right with duel. Queen. Well, <laughs> with and Queen. that that goes yeah. back to the the positives. Yeah, is like the directing the throughout is is fucking great and it's tense. And he's like he's wearing a lot of different types of hats, like genre hats in this movie. But what's interesting mm-hmm. is that we got who we got doesn't to, love we, a hat? I, I take yeah, that's a great, that's yeah, a great joke, great line. Uh, <laughs> to talk about character motivation, still, Wright for some reason redeems Kevin Spacey's character at which you missed Brent when you watched it the first time. Yeah, which is strange. Because he sets up Kevin Spacey's character to be such a, like, manipulative boss man, Mm -hmm. like a a fucking criminal, with, you know, some, like, peppered, like, niceties. But you always think it's just because he wants to get the money. And then he's like, no, I'm going to help you out at this last part. And you're like, I don't know, where did that come from? It, where, so where is, where yeah, is that if I guess I should can, talk about yeah. yeah I, I should talk about like because I saw that whole mm. thing play out for the first time, and it was de- yeah. It to me it felt like the inverse of what he did with John Hamm. Yeah, where it was like this is the development that you don't expect this character to make. Mm-hmm. Where um, like going into this rewatch, what I always thought happened is that Kevin Spacey revealed himself to be the bad guy, right. and he died somehow. And I didn't even know how. Yeah, for sure. And then this time was like, oh, they're really doubling down on Ham being so pissed off from his wife getting killed, which makes sense. I get it, yeah. It I get sense. it, but it's like, it's it's very Kevin much Spacey the unexpected. Yeah. helping, I don't, why? Uh, I Here's how I see it. Yeah. I see mm. it as like, trying to save the innocence of baby in a sense like writing well then you shouldn't have fucking made him drive all those ice cabins (laughs) yeah right yeah it 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 was a weird thing it was hard not to have modern context of spacey when i was watching it too we were talking about that the whole time yeah where it was very much like was it and great? and I wrote this down. I, I actually fucking wrote this yeah. down. Where I feel like there's an interesting meta narrative at play for any rewatch of a Kevin Spacey movie now. Yeah, where okay. it's like you watch a movie like Seven, you know, which we did watch Seven for the podcast post Spacey cancellation. And there's an interesting meta narrative thing where it's like Kevin Spacey is playing a despicable person. And he's Kevin Spacey, and he's despicable, and that almost <laughs> yeah. adds to John Doe for Seven, 
And oh, for yeah. this movie, I had that kind of going on too, where I was like, Kevin Spacey's despicable. He's playing a, a shitty guy. And he's grooming a young guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, yeah, I'm serious. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's weird. And then that ending happens. And, and like, it was kind of a, a, a like a confluence of things where it was like he reveals himself to he's like helping baby, but then he gets like brutally crushed by a car. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool to see. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's weird for sure. Um, it's just so strange that he tries to help baby. There's some yeah. Gus, there's what just was some your, bizarre character turns. Like, did you what have like a explanation for the motivation of that? Just the innocence thing? Oh yeah, just just. As far as, like, an attempt of character development for Baby to protect his innocence in the end, I guess. Just kind of like... Because he was never part of that It's world. like, oh, I'm... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to try to take care for, of this. He was a for Baby. Like, you're literally just the driver. You, you know, yeah. You didn't, you know... I mean, it did show that he had some... He had some feelings heart. for... I don't know why right, after say it like that. Kidnapping <laughs> his uh, uh, he foster... Had, he, cared, he cared about Baby in his own, like... Like fuck, man! How do you say this without like the context <laughs> of sexuality? He cared for baby in his own way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like it was the, still, the fact that he's called baby yeah. is unfortunate. It's uh, very unfortunate. <laughs> Ansel was at the pool parties. No, just kidding. Oh my so, god! I'll, I'll probably delete that. Honestly, <laughs> no, no. Um, I mean that's not offensive. You just said pool parties. <laughs> uh, pool parties are innocent and fun. <laughs> Especially in Brian, no, the Brian whole time, stuff. like I, I, I'm not afraid that. Yeah, every time, like uh, with the the part where Kevin Spacey was smoking a cigarette outside, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You're gonna, you're in, right? Now take off your." Own. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, I might delete that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it completely. Like, you can infer whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That. You you um, take away. Yeah, you take away what you want. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, that that was, yeah, that was a really interesting turn. There's a good Monsters Inc. joke in there that I really oh, yeah, appreciated. Were, you got one. that from Monsters Inc. G- Gus, you yeah, called online. it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. and well, I also was thinking like how Baby is kind of like a tape recorder, and he uses tape recorders. How so he flips he, through TV and stuff. Yeah, right? how he flips through TV, but he also he like records these these like snippets of his life, and then uses them again. Like he hmm. used the like. Oh, we're gonna go to the fine dine wine in the restaurant, which like Darlin and Buddy were using in the elevator. He uses that on oh, Deborah to yeah. take her to the restaurant. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, That's cool. yeah. So he just like these whatever. little like yeah. kind of like <laughs> these little remixes, I guess, or you know, because well, he's tapes kind of and that's everything. like Ed, Edgar Wright like identifies with that. I feel like because Edgar yeah. Wright's like a huge pop culture, right? Just like conglomeration of of various things. So Absolutely, that makes sense. yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm interested. What if um, Taika? Had taken over this. Boy, and we, we haven't done this. In, <laughs> like two seasons. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. That's oh, fucking fascinating. Boy. I feel, I feel, look, what do you, here's my hot take. I'm, yes, I'm baby. I'm, I'm baby. B A B B Y. I'm a script for baby driver, and it's going to be a nice little. You, you know what I think he would have ran with, or what I should say, he would have gotten in the driver's seat and uh, sped off with is. The baby and his uh, foster father narrative, which I feel like, oh, yeah. like Sam all Neil the scenes, in there. yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> Sam Neill. Yeah. I like, I like the actor that that uh, is there, though. But I should say that this viewing, 
I had a subtitle-less oh, viewing, right. <laughs> so therefore had no actual oh, content or for context. For the uh, sign language conversations yeah, that were Yeah, literally having. every yeah. sign language conversation I was I watching body I it was embedded like, in the film. Yeah, it looked That's like this is the version we saw. Which is, yeah, yeah, weird, because <laughs> I was watching one where it wasn't um, there. That's yeah, so where did you... S- Hey Brent, let us know where where did you get your your version from? Let's, let's just huh? say I didn't want to support Spacey financially. <laughs> oh, um, nice save. That's yeah. that's not the real reason. You, you, but, um, you literally don't support Edgar Wright or Sony. Thank you, Sony. <laughs> Sony, you're great. You you make you make good video you make games. Good video games, Edgar Wright, you make good movies. You make good um, movies, and you make PSPs that were in this movie. <laughs> A PSP was in this. Remember yeah, uh, Sam. the little little nephew that they go into the post office. Little Sam, he's wow. playing on a PSP. That's interesting. That, that but that's this came about out it. Twenty seventeen. But right. you had to oh, have but some that's Sony. Sony yeah, that's Sony. That's, that's, that's the, the same reason point. why Sony has Sony laptops, Sony everything, and mm-hmm. Spider Man. That's, that's why I feel like Edgar Wright probably fought tooth and nail for those iPod shit. Like he probably like I need mm-hmm. I need iPods. And Apple. Yeah, I yeah. need Apple, even though it's Sony, yeah. and he probably went all the way to Tokyo and like <laughs> talked to those guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that's what it, movie man. was it recently that it came out? Oh, like it was Ryan Johnson with oh. Knives Out. Oh, okay, where and, where he was like, oh, none of the characters in this movie, uh, none of the villains oh, in this have movie have Apple iPhones, products. yeah, because Apple doesn't let villains use Apple products. That's great. And and he yeah. he like said that in a, a like some video thing for like I remember seeing Hollywood yeah. Reporter yeah, and, and it was like oh I probably shouldn't have said that but <laughs> but everybody like it was a huge news thing right and it was like oh that's huh that seems really like uh, that's hilarious makes yeah sense. yeah but it makes sense and you know once upon a time in Hollywood remember all those PSPs in there and those and those uh, <laughs> and those PlayStation there fives? there had to be Sony. Product placement in that movie somewhere. I honestly, or maybe think they, not. they let. I think they just like Tarant because they, they were, were like, like we got Tarantino. Yeah, right. that's good enough. Well, that us. that was yeah. part of the. Yeah, that makes sense because they, uh, they pushed that all onto Adam Sandler to whore him out for all his fucking. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. that's true. Yeah, yeah he, he's a real Sony whore. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he literally is. Is he? Always, is he always playing PlayStation or something? It's no, like, it's it, always like Coca Cola and like uh, product placement is bad. So, yeah. Movies, yeah. He's like, Sony you want to pay for my friends to make a comedy movie? Pay hundred million dollars. We'll go to Hawaii. And it's like, yeah, it's like Coca Cola, like Budweiser, fucking Apple products, like all that stuff. I love, I love PlayStation. I play all the PlayStation games. PlayStation games. Uh, okay, back to my pitch though. Yes. Yeah, it, I think it would have been. I don't know. You, you know what's interesting is like, and we'll talk about this on JoJo Rabbit, I'm sure, but it's like. There definitely is a visual language that I think Taika, I don't know if he's directly influenced by Edgar Wright, but there's like a quick like visual language, almost uh, maybe more Wes Anderson might be the I better comparison. See it, yeah. uh, because like he, he's very Wes Anderson inspired in like uh, Willard People and then definitely in Jojo Rabbit, just like the placement of the camera, the blocking mm-hmm. is very Wes mm-hmm. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um so, so I, I think it would have been a little less Edgar Wright now quick it is, but right. um, I think emotionally he would have tapped into like that strain of like father son stuff that he does really well in um, Boy and uh, Wilder People. I think he would have just tapped into that more. It would have been more emotional. 
Maybe not yeah. even a, a a love interest, like just just focus Deborah, on like his dad. I just want to go Dip drive. Dip you go for a drive. Go for a drive. They still probably would have had a good soundtrack because both of them are having they're oh, great yeah, at having good soundtracks. Sure. Um, I don't know, Gus. You you pitched the oh I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, or if Adam has uh, one. Yeah, take. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would be as fast paced because I'm thinking of uh, Hunter the Wilder people at the end the kind of the chase scene at the end. Oh, okay. Where, yeah, yeah. you know, they're running from the police or whatever in the truck or... Yeah, that ridiculous yeah. scene. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think a little more humor would have been thrown in there. Um, yeah, this this movie does... And that's part of the tonal shift that we've talked about where mm-hmm. it's like, it does start a lot lighter and... Right. Yeah, it, and maybe that's his intent is that it's like a descent into kind of chaos as the the crime world like envelops baby i could i could mm-hmm. see that like i can understand that being the explanation but it's like you you lose a lot of the the humor and the the lightheartedness i guess that's at the beginning right. of it that maybe ytd could have kept i think he, i think you know, ytd would have been lighthearted and brutal at the same time as he does with all his mother movies you know what i mean that's fair yeah, yeah he has been balanced crazy balance a little better maybe kind of like jojo rabbit yeah with, I think he would actually. Adam hasn't like, seen it yet. Well, yeah, I haven't okay. seen it. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I will I know see what you're it. talking about. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> but I mean, I mean playing Hitler. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, like you'll have like you uh, maybe Ansel. Like he'll actually. Sh- that's that's what going back to Baby Driver actually like. That's what's interesting is that right being a lover of gore, he kind of like covers up some stuff and he shows. You know, I feel I mean? like that maybe hurts him in this. Honestly. Yeah, I think he should have. Hot Fuzz, down. In, he gets by in Hot Fuzz by, by the action trope stuff, mm-hmm. and and yeah. just and it makes sense because you know we we know Nicholas An- like Angel and the way that he conducts like um, mm. his business is it's like consistent that he's not going to take any actual kill shots. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, there's still brutal fucking like deaths in Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. real brutal yes. deaths that we yeah. all remember, and. In this one, like, uh, Kevin Spacey shoots that guy in the head, and it, it's covered by, like, he his body. the camera, He yeah. blocks the camera. I'm like, why Why did you block this? Mm. And then the... And we see a, the one of the more, more brutal deaths was uh, Jamie Foxx. And you don't really see... You don't really see it, like, penetrating him. It's just kind of like... It's a... It's a um, wide shot outside yeah. the car yeah and it just like goes right through him and you know what happens but i'm just kind of it's kind of strange that um it wasn't as brutal yeah i i, I my take on it would almost be that it was it still had not not as much but it still had the brutal the brutality of like one of his other movies and that it didn't quite fit in this one like I, I think he still had like a lot of kind of uh, violence, and it almost doesn't mesh to me with like the first thirty forty minutes of the movie, where like when when uh, Jamie Fox gets impaled or when like Kevin Spacey gets like double run over and his head goes under the tire. Yeah. But it's really and, quick, and it's just like you know. Yeah, it's. I almost feel like he didn't fully know what was right for the movie he was making. Yeah, maybe, and he was like. But I it can't was already, go full horror because that might not work for this. It, it was felt already like he, R, though, so it's just like 
yeah. to me it's like there were just, like two or three f bombs i guess so yeah like, i feel like it. it would have been almost more jarring than I think if, if like it, he doubled down i think if it followed the the tone of bad boys it would have worked better Ooh, you know what i mean that's an interesting. I think, yeah, especially Edgar Wright, like is obviously a, and, a fan of Bad Boys, and yeah. I'm a fan. I love Bad Boys, Bad yeah. Boys too. Just like have that comedy in a nihilistic, like fucking sense. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. brutal fucking action that's like hilarious at the same time. You know, as we're talking about it, I think it's a mark of a good director mm. that you can have a movie like this that has so many kind of disparate influences and is trying to do so many weird things that ultimately still comes out as like a good movie, if a little weird tonally. And I feel like, oh, I yeah, for feel sure. like I re- remember like mentioning something like that with like maybe hot fuzz um, where it's like, it's a testament to how good he is and how confident we should talk about that maybe because like, he's such a confident director. He knows exactly what he wants to shoot and how he wants to shoot it where it's like, I'm on board with what you're doing. You know, it's yeah. like it's and it's only upon like multiple reviewings where it's like, I don't know, maybe you knew, but you were confident about the direction you took. Um, confident about the direction, not confident about the writing, I think. It's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it. But it's like, yeah, when it came to directing, he was very much like, this is what we're doing. These are the shots we're getting. This yeah. is how I want it to come together. But it's like, yeah, maybe on a script level, there was a lot of work that. Uh, or because some I work. just think, yeah, yeah uh, like. <laughs> We we talked about like those the Cornetto trilogy, and we th- when you think about the writing on those, it's just so fucking tight. Even Shaun yeah. the Dead, it's all fucking like so tight, mm-hmm. so tight. <laughs> Don't just say that again, please. So tight, <laughs> so tight. Simon provides the tight, and then I and it's just <laughs> it is it, 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 it's weird just to see. It's it's not it's bad of me to expect the same thing. But still, it's like you you know some. It's like you know you know Tarantino. You know what you you know what mm-hmm. you gonna get. Yeah, and then you you get you get like a half serving almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the serving is still tasty. Yeah, it's just like, it's still you know, better than most other meals yeah, you're gonna eat. It's, it's, it's like, still bet. It's yeah, even That's yeah. A, I mean, because like I'm spoiled. Sure, like it, <laughs> maybe maybe if we just started with Baby Driver, we would have had. I mean, I would have had like more like mm. positive things to say, but or maybe not. I don't know. Um, but having all the context of the prior movies, it's just like maybe I kind of dig more the Simon Pig writing than I do just like. Mm-hmm. The uh, Edgar Wright directing. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of de- deconstructing that right now. And I give him sure. props yeah. for his first time writing a film. I mean, mm-hmm. it has its flaws, but overall, like it's still fun. It's coherent enough to enjoy it and yeah. know what's going. The like is, surface like, level for yeah. regular movie going people. Like I know we kind of dig deeper and look at themes yeah. and motives and yeah. stuff, but it all like tracks logically it's just the decisions that i wouldn't really have expected i mm-hmm. guess uh well, and like tonal shifts the that ending don't... does not track at all in this movie the ending the oh the ultimate ending, ending. the very yeah. ending yeah yeah that felt like a late idea because he has that kind of late edition of his like black and white fantasy yeah and then it and goes then... to color too. but it almost does track logically because like really? that's the first thing that lily james 
says to uh, baby. Or Deborah says right. to baby is that like, I just want to like listen to music and drive off. So it's like in that sense, it tracks, but it's like, it's, it's the tonal thing for me. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. And, and, then, and then him go to prison and yeah. yeah, it just, it feels like he had a lot of ideas that he wanted to get all in on this mm-hmm. specific movie. Cause he was like, this is my chase movie. This is my car movie. And yeah. I also, you know, I want it to be like almost like a fairy tale of like fifties, like heist or crime movies or something. But yeah, you can't give baby like mm-hmm. the runaway, you know, ending. He has to do his time like a good guy, I guess. And like do his, I, I can see the, like him trying to throw all this in yeah. It, yeah, at one time. Yeah. It's like, I see all, yeah, I see like his thought process, like his thought process, like in the stuff that plays out in the movie where it's like, yeah, yeah I see how he came to this. Right. And it's yeah, like, I can see, yeah. yeah, and it's like well directed. And that's what I was talking about before. It's a testament to a good director where it's like stuff that a bad director would fucking just botch and it'd be a nightmare. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, why the fuck is this happening? He is like confidently leading you. He's like grabbing your hand and like walking you through the story. Right. Beats and you're like, yeah, I get, I mean, montage. I get why this is happening. Um, and it's like fun to watch in the moment for sure. Uh, Jesus, why, why do I sound so fucking negative? Like, this is a fun movie. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, let's um, talk about uh, the soundtrack of it. What do you... I don't look? know. I don't know a lot of the yeah, songs, songs that even are in it. Okay. Like, are, are you more familiar with the music in the movie? Uh, well, when I saw it upon first viewing, I became, like, really into the soundtrack, especially the opening track um, by the Bell Bottoms. I would mm. listen to that all the time. And then yeah. the one of my favorite songs or sequences is... Um, uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus. It's used uh, during the last heist when Jamie Foxx gets impaled, and that, then there's that cool that's tr- the best, running I shot. Think, and, it's yeah, so good. And then so like that whole sequence where he's running through the mall and changing, and mm-hmm. it's like a tracking shot that comes back out into the parking lot, and um, that whole sequence is fun. and all the gunshots syncing. Oh up yes, with, syncing uh, up with tequila, yeah. and especially when like. Uh, he he hits the the car window and it's just like the same yeah, beat and right, stuff. That's sure. all amazing stuff. And then there's a here. there's a song by Blur, uh, Intermission, which is where Baby parks the car. It's the last heist, and it's kind of like it's like building up this anticipation of something's about to happen. He's like yeah. he's like shaking his head at the postal lady that's coming in, and yeah. like it's like. Like the, oh, that's the one down. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's the, the one. I that's think that one. Really, and then the, that yeah. song after that one, like those two scenes, um, yeah. those songs are great. Yeah, and then um, I think, well, of course, Queen, Brighton Rock. I didn't see know I, too much about until this movie. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I had never even heard that song. Mm-hmm. I, the first time I heard it was when I saw this movie, and the second time I heard it was when I saw this yeah. movie again. So it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, there's obviously like, a, but the thing is, like, that's also an Edgar Wright thing where it's like, signature move. What's up? Signature move, Queen. Signature move. Well, yeah, Queen for then, sure. Yeah, and it's Sean it's it's like as huge as he is on movies, he's like just as big on music where it's like mm-hmm. a month or two ago on Twitter, he put out like, Hey, here's a playlist of like a hundred songs that I think all really go together. And like, a, just are great songs. I think y'all should listen to. Okay. So he's yeah. obviously a, a fucking guy who just fucking like loves music. Yeah. And has like, it, it makes sense that that's also another element of this movie where he's like driving heist music, 
like the musicality of like my editing and my filming. Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna fucking piece there's it all together. Beats and there's yeah. yeah. That's that, I think that's what made me enjoy the film the most. I yeah. think it's just, it's so yeah yeah yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of music videos. I'll, I can sit and watch music videos for like three hours, and so this is like a two hour music video that's just mm-hmm. it's got these beats. It's edited really well. It's it's really fun. Yeah. So um yeah I like I, the soundtrack is great and then um yeah. the the little remix that he does with the the tapes I liked you know kind of that little <laughs> twist in yeah 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 that's that's a really good uh, see it's yeah I I don't want to be native again but it's like <laughs> yeah I I like that a lot too and I I uh, I almost think of comparing to James Gunn again of like the tape of his mom oh right and then like the second tape the only second tape that he gets from like his, that his mom, the mixtape gives Peter Quill in uh, guardians Two, mm-hmm. where it's like, there's an inherent emotional through line to all of the songs we're even hearing in the first place right. where it's like, that's James Gunn's focus is like all of these songs have like a very stylish, right. You know, Cause it, it was vibe to them. from the period of like when his mom, like the seventies, I guess like, yeah. Early, and that's all Peter. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, where in this one, it doesn't have that kind of emotional through line where it's just kind of like an epilogue almost mm-hmm. where they finally play the tape at the end, right? Of his mom's tape. Oh, right. When they're driving, when she's uh, driving uh, off. Yeah. Remember Gus, I was like, when, when John Hamm took away his hearing mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to take away something you love. I was like, that's kind of fair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny for me to say when it's like you're the the protagonist gets like something really jarring <laughs> and the antagonist and I say the antagonist did something fair. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like, that works yeah, out. it's like, yeah, he got your wife killed, he's gonna yeah. take your hearing. Okay. I had totally forgotten yeah. that, yeah. honestly. Uh this rewatch. I was like, Oh, I forgot that he but it doesn't stay like he gets his hearing back. It kinda doesn't, you know, ultimately double down on it. Yeah, I, I but I, 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 I don't want to be I I I uh, I don't want to be too negative on it though because it's like it is. It I think you saying I don't want to be too negative on it is clearly like expressing the point for sure. Yeah, like the, the 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 ten times you said it, yeah, I've really said it a lot. <laughs> uh, it's very fun. Like uh, yeah, it feels like a like a music video kind of stretched out to yeah. be a movie and. Uh, I, feel, okay, yeah. well, I loved the uh, the the, uh, the arms trade the arms traders. Ar- okay, arm, yeah, you know where where yeah. Jamie Foxx goes fucking ape shit. Uh-huh. Wait, but his dialogue is so good; it's very clever and do- and dominant in that scene where he just he calls out that guy in front of all like his buddies and shit. Like <laughs> it, it, since I've never seen you, or what was it? Something about like him being oh, the little guy, the little uh, t- uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the guy before that where he's like, since I've seen you and you're alive, you know, Uh because I haven't seen you before since you're alive. That's the line. (laughs) I like that. And then, yeah, the little guy. Uh Who's Paul Williams, by the way. Paul Williams. Yeah. That's his name. He's in, yeah, he's a big director, uh, sorry, composer. He's in uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Yes. That's the name, right? The fucking uh, Brian De Palma movie. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Um, His his dialogue was great with all the meat. Meat stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the yeah. pork uh, cop connections. Uh, mm. He was a cop too, I guess. Is the weird uh, Paul Williams cop? Is that his name? Yeah, Paul Williams. Paul Williams. 
Um, yeah, that seems that seems pretty great. The tequila kind of like a music video sequence. Um, like I was saying, I can be the negative guy. It's fine. I'll take the hit. <laughs> I know I won't hit it big in Hollywood, so I don't have to swoon in those big wigs. Yeah, Fuck you don't em. have to impress anybody at Sony. Fucking, no, uh, Sony, I love your games. <laughs> <laughs> Sony's no, killing it. Who else, who else we sponsor? Casper? You're, you're, Casper those mattresses. Those beds are great. Yeah, those and mattresses are great. We we love shitting in their mattresses, <laughs> like we talked about. Um, and Whole Foods, what's not to love? Why would you eat half foods whole? Have eat them that whole. Shit whole. We're ta- about- we're talking whole prices too. You know, you go to H E B, you get a half price uh, frozen pizza. Go to Whole Foods, get a whole price pizza. It's going to cost a- you twelve dollars. So what? It's whole. It's a whole pizza. Make you feel whole food. Yeah, Make you feel whole. And Blue um, Apron. Because, sure, Blue Apron too. Because you're quarantined, you should have food delivered to your house. Don't be going out and shitting in other people's beds. Yeah, don't beds. shit in anybody's bed. Don't go to Whole Foods and shit in the aisles. Have that shit delivered. Blue Apron, baby. Eighty <laughs> percent uh, off. Director Diapers. Showdown promo code. <laughs> God, um, if all, we should totally just reach out to Blue Apron just as like a joke. Yeah, like, we'll we'll keep sponsoring them until they're like, we'll pay you to stop saying our fucking name. I know, please. And for um, some reason, I feel like Blue Apron doesn't exist anymore. I feel like they don't. Also, I've not heard, heard of Blue yeah. Apron ad. You ever in, heard of Blue Apron? Oh, I have, but not no, in a, like not in a yeah, long not in a time. Minute. Yeah, now it's all like hymns and fucking like boner <laughs> oh, pill yeah. and hair growth ads and stuff oh, like my that. God. That are like all like fucking snake oil shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, what what else? I mean, yeah. We need to get you on that. You can't grow hair. That tish, yeah. uh that bidet <laughs> game. It. What? We should get on the bidet game. Oh. Get bidet Get a bidet sponsor. Yeah. Is there a good bidet brand? Uh, I got Tushy. Oh, Tushy. Oh, that's Hello, a good Hello HelloTushy.com. Hello Tushy. Hello Tushy. That's what it's called. Don't go to Tushy.com. Do not go to Tushy.com. Oh, well, I bet that's a f- its own fun little journey yes, to go to. What do you mean, don't go? I think I actually yeah. know. I've been to Tushy.com. I am I actually, familiar also yeah, I'm with actually Tushy. familiar with Tushy. Tushy's is, good in its own way. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Hello Tushy but sounds also, like yeah, the way. Sponsorship from Tushy.com would be. Would also be cool. <laughs> yeah. Would be, yeah. We're just plugging porn sites on the <laughs> podcast. I mean, uh, they worked hard for, for, you know, they work hard at their job. And uh, sex work is work. Hashtag it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk about I, I, was, I was talking to you guys uh, a second ago about um, the editing and how just fucking impressive it is oh, that yeah. like you like Wright had to have had like basically the shots in his brain mm-hmm. match. Well, and I think he wrote the script this way where it's like he wrote the script similar to gun again, where it's like he, he, you know, wrote out the song, wrote out the actual cues in the music to the visual beats. Did this that get he had. nominated at all at the Oscars for any of that technical stuff? Mm. Oh I man, mean, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, like it's a shame stuff. that at least like it should have been at least nominated. And editing. For something. I feel like editing. It did. I, I want to okay. say it did. I don't know. I think Gus is checking. Oscar's it out. So it not good. Um, Oscar's so just, not right. <laughs> there you go that's a better joke um, yeah. but uh yeah I, it's just so fucking impressive and it's like such a director trademark of uh man 
I fucked it up again, huh? I always forget. What, why do you like tra- it's why a do you say, trademark? Sounds so capitalist. I, I, it does. Jesus Christ! Signature move. I is, love is, the the unintentional bit that I've forgotten <laughs> an established fucking <laughs> signature move of the podcast. A signature move of saying signature, signature move. move. Yeah, um, that's some meta. Was shit. it Gus? Was three it? three noms. Oh yeah. wow! Oh, Film wow. editing, best sound editing, and sound mixing. That's good. And so that's cool. and it and it shows. I think yeah, yeah and it's uh that's like one that's one of his strengths man it's like you probably could have nominated two or three of his other movies for a similar thing because it's like so inherently like that's part of the comedy of Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz is like the sound editing of just the editing in general it's mm-hmm. uh yeah so confident and like thought out and something i thought and i think i brought this up on like maybe Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, but it's, like, the attention to detail... Oh, yeah. ...that Edgar Wright has and, like, he cares about. Um, it, it shows. It's, like, it's, mm. like... I don't know. There are so many insert shots, and maybe that's, like, a, an in, inside baseball term to use, but it's, like, shots where it's literally, like, yeah, we need your hand doing this one specific thing. We're going to shoot that for, like, an hour until we get it right. Um, okay, right. And it's like many other directors don't worry about those insert shots as much, but it's important to Edgar I feel Wright. Like, I feel like Edgar Wright is the the nice version of David Fincher. Like he probably charms mm. the the crew, the cast and crew to like yeah. still like him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Even though it's like, yeah, yeah, nice yeah it's like, hey, uh, Ansel, we need uh, you putting on these sunglasses like six times. Yeah, and it's like it's a shot that it's like. It's so it's so minor, but it's an important. It's like it adds to the rhythm of the movie, mm. and it's a little less so maybe in this movie than something like one of his uh, Cornetto trilogy, where those movies are so like quick cutting and. It's, I mean, this movie right. is too, but um, that's just like a, a fucking signature move that he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does. I like that he doesn't rely on it too much. Like he like it's used more of maybe for like a comedic effect, and especially Hot Fuzz. Yeah, but this one, it's like more for the beat of editing and for the scene yeah. or the set piece to match the flow, of the, the right. music and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, yeah, it's just a really impressive, like uh technical, I guess, element mm-hmm. of, uh, of this movie. Yeah. And I think also what shows to a strength is that, um, the songs are, uh, all over the place in different genres, maybe more rooted in rock, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, you got the tequila sequence, and then you got the uh, kind of the jazzy bell bottom song in the beginning, and then kind of the uh, what would you say the song where we were shitting on earlier, where he's walking to get coffee, and like the spray paint is in the background oh, yeah, of yeah. like the you know there's like of the lyrics and stuff. Yeah, well that's kind of like that's the, the one that I was talking about. Okay, where it's right. Like to to me, that's that scene is almost the highlight of the movie, and it comes so early. Mm-hmm. Um, where that 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 is like that is a set piece. It's like there's right. no action happening, but that is fully and like an Edgar well, Wright set piece. I just wish that would have just continued because yeah. that was why. Yeah, why was that there? If well, he did continue it a little bit with Ansel dancing around in an apartment, but mm-hmm. I feel like it needed to happen more. I I, I just felt like you know what I think it might be is that. Uh, 
he made such a strong statement with that opening car chase and then that like one or right after it. Well, that's that the thing. he didn't quite that, that, stick to that. That's the reality, thing. right? It's called overtures, and overtures are supposed to set what you're going to expect throughout the whole movie. You know, like yeah. an overture gives you like it's like a it's like having an appetizer. You taste it, and you're like, oh, okay, I get an idea of like where all of this is going, mm-hmm. and then you bite into the main course, and it's like, what? Well, I didn't really. Main course still tastes good, thing. but yeah, I think I that's a good. Ex- I was kind of expecting something different, you know. And then I mean? dessert comes out and it's tiramisu, and it's like, well, that, that's not really the dessert I expected. I mean, it's, like it's the, sweet. It's good though. It is good, yeah, but, it's, it's that know, is I think flashy. a pretty yeah. good comparison. It's like it's like a few different. Well, essentially, kind of a director, a yeah. director writer is supposed to be like kind of a cook and know how to like more flavors and tones in a way that is like seamless. And I think that's where I feel like all the meals are good. He's just but missing they're not his, uh, they're not connective. Yeah, he's missing his yeah. sous chef sign yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Oh. Sous chef. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's like, yeah, the tiramisu didn't really mesh with like the teriyaki <laughs> yeah. chicken entree, but which it didn't doesn't really taste match bad. It just didn't match. Yeah, that's all. Exactly, that's mm. what it is. I think. It's like I think I, you really love you love a good steak, but then you have like tiramisu after a steak, which is a strange thing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, something like that, like a nice like hearty chocolate cake. Yeah, after you have like a cheeseburger or something. Well, that's yeah. I mean, I don't so, know, but yeah, we're getting on the same idea. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's like that because it, like the the beauty of film is like having that sort of like wondrous like synchronicity. Mm-hmm. To all its composite parts, yeah, and um, it, it it's it's kind of just strange to have. I mean, I just I feel bad for shitting on it, but um, it's, it, <laughs> you it, would it, still it, recommend it's good it. To know, yeah, I, yeah, I still yeah, recommend sure. it. It's just good to know that this is what you're getting into. As a right. like your 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 meals are all going to be kind of different, mm-hmm. and you just kind of have to accept that. Because uh, I think about, because I know Brent, you're like a South Korean film um, I was connoisseur, also about, yeah, and I wonder <laughs> like if Bong you can Joon tell Ho. me how he does that in in a way that's more seamless than Baby Driver. Jeez, man. or does yeah. he even do it seamlessly? Yeah, I don't know. That's all. interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I think of something like uh, yeah, like Bong Joon Ho with like uh, the host is the one that I go to. And can you just, the like, most, give a brief, the host like... Is the most. Uh, yeah, a brief thing of why you believe that he's good at tone mixing. I... I mean? Oh, jeez. Maybe use gosh. the meal metaphor. Maybe you can stick to that. Maybe it'll make it easier. Oh, man. The meal metaphor. <laughs> it's... It's all the I don't same mean to put country's you food. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, there is something that, like, the host has is so wacky at times, but then... Uh, gets really dark and very sad when they real. Uh, I don't know. I'm sp- I'm speaking to like specific beats in that movie because of well, I'm sorry when characters die. And, but like yeah. with Watiti, the other director, he like he makes you chew the food and you're enjoying it, and then all of a sudden you like it's like eating like a a piece of meat and then you bite into a bone that you didn't expect, and that was on purpose. Yeah, you know there what I you mean? go. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Waititi, yeah, yeah is, is a little easier to do than the 
kind of context of yeah, yeah. Bong Joon Ho. But I you're think, like, maybe. it's like with you know, you're 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 like, oh, this is so funny and lighthearted, and then you know, like, yeah, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like you get hit. It, it by hits something. you with uh, yeah. yeah, of of the kind of dark core, yeah, at its at its center, or just a that bit. that flavor that kind of sneaks up on you, yeah, when you yeah, when wasabi you maybe, yeah, even. It's yeah, like, it's oh, like oh, there's some spice, oh, there's to that heat, that, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> didn't expect Man, that. This is gonna be like what food metaphor segment. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> like, what I, every yeah, film. we got to yeah. come up with a name for this. Yeah, I, I think this might be a good thing to carry carry forward. It's a good way to communicate like. The, the the flavoring of film, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think know? on the South Korean thing, though, because I, I'm yeah. curious as to why it works a little better in that. I don't know. It's it's maybe how, if we're talking about Bong Joon-ho specifically, like sets up the story. I feel like he... Okay, let me put it, let me put it again yeah. in the food metaphor here. Okay. Ooh, okay. I might have a good there, one, there, too. There's, there, it's like, you know, you have discrete meals. You know, you have like seven course de- meals, right? And yeah, they're all yeah. different but they sink in in some way. Or you can have a smoothie and it's all mixed up in something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. smoothies, I'm trying to think of a smoothie movie. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag smoothie movie, new segment. Uh, smoothie movie. movie. Our smoothie movie corner. Um, oh, smoothie man. game show. Would, it, would a like, smoothie was, movie be... Would a smoothie movie be First Cow? Is that... Wait, oh... I don't know. Uh, I'm asking you, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Smoothie movies are yeah. like you, you just put everything together that you wouldn't think that would go together. Yeah, it's okay. throughout the yeah, whole, that'd be, that'd it's be first all cow, consistent probably. throughout the whole film. I, I'm thinking yeah. of you know? maybe maybe not a film, but Cowboy Bebop, kind of like all these different Western samurai, mm-hmm. like jazz. You throw all these different elements you didn't yeah, think smoo- would be. Smoothie, yeah, smoothie, smoothie anime. Smoothie yeah. series. Yeah. Okay, I, okay, I got another analogy. Like okay, okay. the um, everything is cake meme going on right now. Is that a thing? Where okay. it's like it's one thing, but you cut into it <laughs> oh, and it's something else. It's something else. It's that or is, it's cake. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah, actually it's cake. It's actually like, cake. Yeah. They keep yeah. cutting into like a. There's like a shoe. Right. And they yeah. cut into it, and it's a and cake. It's cake. And yeah. then they cut into yeah. It's yeah. So just it's like subverting cake. expectations completely. Yeah, what what would that kind of see? Be? But like it's like under... sa- to get to the South Korean thing. Right. it's not a subversion. It all just it, I don't it, know. There's like yeah, a it's truth not a subversion. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. there's like a truth to there's an underlying and there's of... like a constant. I think that might be what it is. It's like when I watch a movie like The Host, the tone is constantly shifting. Where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, it's 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 dealing in reality. It's like this is a wacky guy. He's like a bad dad, but there's also a monster. And his kid, his like, uh, or what is it? His sister, his family member died, and they take that seriously. This all tracks. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm just trying to crack, like, why that's different than Baby Driver. I think because Baby Driver so confidently sets up well, because like its with, own light kind of musical well, because reality. With, with action movies, they're always coarse dinners. They're always coarse. You got, you got like, John Wick is a perfect... Oh, that's a steak multi-course dinner, yeah. dinner. Yeah. because <laughs> you have you got your car sequence, you got your you got your handgun sequence, you got your your sniper sequence, you got your kung fu like Fist it's all fight, like yeah. all mm-hmm. discreet. That's what I mean by courses, like discreet. And yeah. you're like, I'm ready for like this scene, like I'm ready for this next meal. You know what's it's coming? Different. Yeah, but exactly. all they they all relate, but they all relate, but they're all discreet, mm-hmm. right? And a fucking Smoothie is just like everything's just fucking put together throughout the whole, you know, mm-hmm. the whole film. 
And I'm thinking that maybe the South Korean film is a smoothie-esque thing because I don't see any sort of like discreetness with it. While yeah. Baby Driver has a discreetness to it, and the meals are vastly yeah, different that's, from yeah. the others. Buffet, you know maybe? what I mean? There's like a division between yeah, the segments. <laughs> yeah, that you can kind of like you can kind of like. And that's Chop why, them up and, and that's what makes this is make. I don't know why food's making this way clearer <laughs> for me, now. but it, it's like because of this discreetness is why it feels inconsistent. And it's like that's yeah. And with action, like you have to have like you have to cover like you know the main courses in discreet fashion. Like you have to have the car scene, you have to have like the gun scene, you have to have yeah. all these things. And then when you pepper in like things that don't relate. Like this weird kind of uh, this love story between like uh, Ansel, yeah. love story, father and story L- thing. Jane, yeah, it's yeah. Like it's like you're given vegetables that you just like. Um, yeah. what? You know what? Yeah, it's yeah. like the uh, Chinese buffet. You you get crab or sushi. You turn around, you get the rice krispies and cookies. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Jell-O. this is good, right. but you know, as, as you're talking about the food stuff more, I'm realizing now. I think a lot of it is expectations, and mm. I think American cinema has a lot more because because I'm an American person, and that's I have okay. a lot more expectations from it. It's, it's like okay. a, it's a car movie, it's a heist movie. Yeah. When I watch something that's like a South Korean fucking i guess monster movie Mm -hmm. my expectations like literally don't know where to go it's like it's like i don't know what's coming so whatever you give me is what's there and so like a like a movie like the host or a movie like fucking okja uh it's like whatever you're giving me is i'm accepting it because i i don't know what like the norms are really it's like it's kind of like jazz it's like whatever Mm -hmm. you're fucking serving up i'm taking in but do and you think that you, you simply with the South Korean film that you like went to South Korea and you ate the food and you weren't sure, but you're gonna say it's good just so you feel like you're? I I, I know <laughs> I know it's good. It's good to me. Like okay. I accept that. It, but it's I like, just wanted yeah. to do a spot check for there. sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. It's not like I'm unsure. It's like I watch Snowpiercer and I think it's a fucking incredible movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um. But that's because oh, yeah, about I like that course dinner in that one. Yeah, that one definitely was discreet. Yeah, oh, they're in compartments yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, literal, <laughs> literal discreet sections in that. That's movie. very true. Bridges. Um, yeah, bridges. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I guess I, that, I, I'm really glad that we brought up the food stuff. That's great. I'm, we're I'm gonna keep, we should keep rolling with that metaphor with like future movies. Like, yeah, I like jo- Jojo Rabbit's our next course. Let's uh, see how that one goes uh, yes. down. It's gonna be interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what you guys come up with. What's up? Uh, Eric is coming back on that one. Um, He's got some strong JoJo thoughts. I don't really have strong JoJo thoughts, and I'm curious. I have no thoughts right now. Yeah, so I'm just curious to see uh, where Adam lands. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, I guess on that note, let's uh, give final thoughts. Final thoughts um, on. Baby Driver, Gus. What's your um, Yelp review on uh, yeah, my Yelp, Yelp review? The I'd restaurant give it, of I'd, Baby Driver. Honestly, I'd give it yeah. a good uh, four stars out of there five. There you go. Yeah. Well, it'd be it'd be your Uber review. Yeah. Is it? Oh, right? oh okay. <laughs> what are we? We gotta Yelp oh. when it's a fucking driver. Because I was going <laughs> off the fucking Uber food Eats thing. Oh, the food thing. God yeah. damn it! It's, you're right. It's a Uber Eats. So I give it four. Uber, Uber yeah. Eats is the, is the compromise. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a good four. So. 
uh, uh, I'm a big music I guy, I so I, I get onto the beats with Edgar Wright being a, a big um, fan of music and um, the editing, of course, super fun. And I mean, I just surface level, fun summer flick heist movie with little love story thrown in. But mm. yeah, dissecting it further down into characters and development arcs and stuff, it falls a little flat, but overall... Yeah, good fun. use of words. I recommend there. it. it. Falls a little flat. Yeah, this is music. <laughs> a little tone, yeah, a little yeah, tone yeah. deaf well, in the characters. Well, to- hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I, this this one aged in an interesting way for me, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, having the full context of how the actual fucking movie ends and stuff is is good to have. Finally. Um, yeah, I mean, to, to me, there's like a, there's like kind of a split down the middle of like, uh, kind of like two, maybe three separate movies where it felt like Edgar Wright had a lot of strong ideas and he kind of all wanted them to be in the same movie, mm-hmm. the same project. And, uh, so mm-hmm. it's not as like cohesive. It's not like as complete, I think for me as a, as a, you know, complete movie, but I mean, it's still like a ton of fun it's so visceral and uh the chase sequences are great and he's i mean incredible with action and uh like like the witty i fucking wrote down so many goddamn great lines that i didn't even catch the first time um that are great uh so flee from uh oh red hot chili peppers, red hot chili peppers right. is the the uh is no nose okay right and he has that <laughs> Wait, line was he that criminal guy he's the guy with yeah. the michael myers in the the not, one guy who's like Korean in there for the show, oh, the guy yeah. who I thought looked like Mickey Rourke a little bit, <laughs> yeah, okay, very yeah. Rourke energy in this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a no nose, no nose question, which I thought was a very Edgar Wright line, which I loved. Uh, who doesn't like hats? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, where the guy gets hate crossed off, and he's like, uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's a really good bit. Um, and then uh, I just drew a whole goddamn map. Uh, when Kevin Spacey says that, he's like drawing the map when uh, somebody, uh, That's fucking Jimmy impressive. Fox is talking yeah. to him. Yeah. That's fucking impressive. Like that scene has mm-hmm. some of that good mm-hmm. R.I.P. Spacey energy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't cancel me. Uh, and then, um, oh, and then the kid who I totally forgot about, Kevin Spacey's fucking like nephew. Oh, right. Yeah, we yeah. talked a little bit about him because he had uh, a PSP. That's right. He had the PSP. And I love that line where she's like, I've got a mint with your name on it. And he's like, you have a mint that says Sam. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, that's a good fucking little. And like, dad. yeah. And the teller was just like, oh, aren't you? Aren't yeah. you funny or some shit. <laughs> like some like patronizing thing to like a kind patronizing. That's totally yeah. what an eight year old would say, though. I feel like Jude would say something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just something like what? You know, yeah. I love Well, and I love quippy. the. It's yeah. There's like some jokes that kind of don't totally mesh with like uh ansel's character and stuff where it's like uh i love the joke where it's like that's your kid and he's like yeah he's like how old is he four i'm eight and it's (laughs) like it's like that's (laughs) that's like like, funny edgar wright humor that i don't even know works totally in the movie i don't know but i'm being too native it's mm -hmm. it's a fucking fun movie um overall uh and yeah it's a lot of good high stuff. Sometimes bank that's all you robberies. need. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, there's. I, I kind of uh, appreciate the fact that there's no. They never show any of the robberies. That it's like right. it all sticks with baby in the real, car. Real reservoir dogs energy there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, they never cut to the actual thing. Um, 
so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty solid, but I, I think I do rank it kind of lower down um for Edgar Wright, you know, as mm-hmm. as we watch Scott Pilgrim and it's it's fascinating now, like realizing kind of like hot fuzz might be the high watermark for me now. And is, I didn't still my Yeah, I don't know, man, because that movie also like we talked about in the episode, like meshes so many tones and so many ideas. And it's so succinct and consistent. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fucking it's cohesive. Tight. Well well and I love the world's end too. Like we'll we'll world's see end. how the I, I really appreciate John being on that one because he he opened up yeah. my eyes to like how amazing that our was. our almost three hour episode yeah uh, <laughs> that was a great episode end. it was yeah. really good for yeah. sure um, yeah so we'll see how it ends up yeah. in the final rankings but uh, what about you Adam um, yeah despite being the negative Nancy in this one um, it's still you know it's still a really fun movie uh, I think the action I think. I, this definitely solidified Edgar Wright as a action director. He knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. He knows how to do it, baby. Um, I I don't like Ansel Elgort. I think now. I think that this movie has solidified. I don't think I've seen him in any other movie. Honestly, well, he'll be but... in one more, and that's probably it. That's all we have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I even told Gus. I, I was like looking at his face even before he was doing his poor acting in this movie. I was like, he just has this like normal douchey like face. He has a him. very smug vibe on like yeah. social media and stuff. He's very like, I'm fucking hot. Everybody yeah. thinks I'm hot. But and he's not like, even like right. really that hot. He's like this like no- he looks like a normal. He's like dude. a boring hot. Yeah, he's right? like he's yeah. just like the mm-hmm. guy like he does get la- like he's like that guy you went to high school with. And, like, yeah, he's on the attractive end, but he's, like, nothing spectacular. Yeah. You know it's like, I you're mean? tall. Good job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he, he just has a punchable face. I just don't yeah, like him. That's true. And that's all not really intelligent critique, but I'm just saying my feelings. <laughs> um, but I well, think... Well, we're going to... I just yeah. want to say real quick, we're going to talk West Side Story. Oh, man. The new Spielberg movie. And, oh yeah, uh, we have to. Well, we're going to circle back around on uh, on Ansel at the end of the year, I think. Gosh. Well, if it, if it comes out this year, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we maybe, we'll maybe see. in like June of 2022, we'll talk that movie. Who knows? But yeah, sorry. But yeah, uh, I th- I think there's a lot of great there's a lot of great stuff in this movie. I think that uh, the lines were good. I just wish that Ansel didn't say them. Uh, <laughs> John Hamm was a highlight for me. Uh, the hair, the hair. Oh God! So <laughs> and El- Eliza Gonzalez. It's it's just she. I wish there was more of her. Honestly, in this mm-hmm. movie, I think she's really it, good in it. I think. She yeah. I what else was she in? I feel like she was in other <laughs> stuff. Man, because I want to see her more. Yeah, I, I just know the other appearance that she had that mm-hmm. was very notable to me was one of the Oscars where she was in this oh, yellow dress. Yeah, and, I was and just like Jesus. I remember God. the exact same picture. Yeah, and I hate yeah. that. I also know that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's memorable. She's in some other stuff. I forget. Yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx. I think really stole the show for me because yeah. oh, yeah. of how actor, man. Yeah. how fucking hateable he was in this movie, and that just goes to show how great of an actor he is. Honestly, because it's just like because it's like collateral. Yeah. I was thinking of collateral oh, yeah. during this, where yeah. it's like he's playing. The character that Adam Sandler was set to play, oh and he plays God. this like schlubby, like unconfident guy so well. And just to put so those good. two movies together, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's crazy because like yeah. Jamie is just so 
He's so versatile. domineering here, and yeah, yeah he's yeah. super versatile. Oh yeah, super versatile, and I, and I think he he's he's a he's a great one. I mean, I loved him in Django as well. You know, like he. God, yeah, and I like forget that's him. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, imagine if God Will damn. Smith was in that. Ugh. I think it would have been good. I don't still. know. Maybe not as good. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like Will Smith plays just Will Smith. Will Smith, Smith is canceled, dude. Whatever, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Will Smith yeah. sucks. I'm going to say By that. I don't give wife. a fuck, dude. Yeah. I don't give a fuck you, Will Smith. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. What are you going to do? Hey, they are paying for Scientology schools. That has been confirmed. So, Well, Will Smith's like a... Will Smith doesn't even care about movies anymore. He cares about YouTube personality. Being that's, YouTube personality. Yep. You know, that's his new thing. Whatever. And shit. Um... Anyways, uh, what else? I like the Mike Myers bit. I like how uh, yeah, they originally really wanted the Halloween mask, like for real, yeah. and then they couldn't get the rights right for Mike Myers. <laughs> like the actual producers couldn't get the rights for Mike Myers. Oh, that's interesting. From yeah. Halloween, and so they just hilariously got the you know uh, Austin Powers <laughs> one. It's such a it reminds good me of that part. Yeah. Jamie Foxx does the Austin Powers bit. He's like, yeah. that groovy baby. Well, and he's yeah. such yeah. good impressions. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> been like a big social media thing mm. that like he kills that impression. I like too. all the tattoos in this movie. I like Jamie Foxx's like, uh, his his gun tattoo on his hand. That's, that's a good. that's a cool tattoo. And his yeah. Eliza's tattoo. tattoos are, are very good. Yeah, Eliza's tattoos are, yeah. are very good. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're very <laughs> uh what else um i think overall like it's it, it, it's like a movie that you can put on in the background maybe mm-hmm. um you don't really need to pay attention to it uh will i will i motivate myself to watch this again i don't know because there's other action movies that like i'd rather put on than baby driver I think I'd rather put on Drive or I'd put on, like, I don't know, even John Wick. It doesn't degrade Baby Driver in any way. It's just kind of like when I think about what I'd rather do yeah. to watch. But I'm also trying to think about other Driver movies. And it's, it's, it's I just wish I could just cut out all the other parts of this movie and just keep the Driver. Well, it's, it's kind of like the music video aspect of it, like yeah. the clips of it, like the music video, you know, like... I could see myself going back and watching like just you know this yeah. this set piece this, this set yeah, piece yeah. yeah yeah so but ma- like the entire movie and, yeah yeah it's just like and because I, I guess like the last part kind of left a kind of a sour taste mm-hmm. in my mouth speaking of the food metaphor you know <laughs> you're just like oh it's just a happy ever after and then yeah that's I kind of it yeah you know. It, like there was not really much suffering that baby endured at prison. He just kind of cleaned things. It's like a five year prison montage. Yeah, right. Out and, and it was just like he did kind of do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just kind of like he, oh, he was a good guy. Kills. <laughs> like yeah, I almost, I almost wish yeah. it ended with them driving off. Like literally, they yeah. get out of the parking garage. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is that out. it was just like some. Some driver sequence, you know? Like, no, dream sequence, I mean. It's yeah. Because it's kind of inferred that, because it was black and white and whatnot, but... Yeah. The, sp- speaking of the of the driver thing, I, I should have brought this up earlier, but it's yeah. like, it's funny because I think we talked about it way back in season two on mm. Drive, where different modern directors were influenced by 
like what like driving car yeah. chase movies, specifically Walter Hill's uh, Driver, which I need to see still. Yeah, with with. Uh, did you watch Barry Bullet Linden. yet, dude? Though, huh? did you watch Bullet? No, yet? I haven't seen Bullet. But Have you seen but, Bullet, you guys? No, I've seen clips of it though. Good. Yeah, with uh, good. Steve McQueen. Yeah, Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Um, but it's like I've heard Edgar Wright talk about. Uh, yeah, about Driver and about uh, Duel, actually, by Spielberg, and, and how, like, yeah, these Duel. these kind yeah. of, like, chase movies were really influential. And I just think that it's it makes a fascinating, like, example of, like, a, a, like a window into a, a certain director that you have, like, a Rifen who does Drive, and that's yeah. his version of, like, a Driver movie. And you know, it's maybe one I prefer to, like, yeah. maybe Edgar Wright's. But Edgar Wright has his own, let's very much him. You, you, know, you know, that's so... F- I know we're at the end of this, but it kind of... It's good that I thought of this now, because whenever you have a chase movie, you have to have more background on not just the chasee, but the chaser. Mm-hmm. And the APD was just kind of like... You know, they're just kind of cops. Yeah, they're cops. Mm-hmm. There's nothing the really like out. more to it. While when you have bu- when you have like Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, right, or Wiley e. Coyote and um, Road Roadrunner, Road mm-hmm. you you knew both of them. You know, like, yeah. and it it kind of added to the to the drama of it. Yeah, well, you and then Drive mean? to keep going with that example, it sets up fucking like Albert Brooks, and it sets up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Hellboy, uh, what's his name? Jesus Christ, um, Ron, Ron Pearl, Perlman, the 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 ape man. Yeah, the the ape man himself. But it <laughs> it, it like sets them up too, so that you have these. You understand? Yeah, yeah you understand. I, maybe you that's have something more... that was missing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I wish. And they when ha- Kevin Spacey's yeah. like a good guy at the end, it's almost yeah. like ah, that. Well, then no. that's the point. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's like I, I guess like they could have gotten that fucking badass, insane soldier man. Who, which we should have talked more about. Oh, right. Weird, yeah. A like, very interesting conservative Trump the supporter, Trump, the in Trump Atlanta. supporter, yeah. who had like a like a fucking machine gun in his <laughs> truck. Yeah, I mean, I just love that guy because he was committed. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, I'm driving my truck up this fucking Fuck ledge. I'm gonna kill these guys. <laughs> and it's like, dude, yeah. I mean, Hell you yeah, saw them dude. kill somebody. Fucking fucking do out. it, Hell man. Yeah. Then he flipped his truck and probably died. But no, he he didn't. He was on TV. Yeah, he got he interviewed just, later. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Okay. it looks like he falls off the fucking freeway. But I guess yeah. he, he flips certain, like four. Yeah, times, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It said like like hometown hero like chases like. Oh, okay. Yeah. He got his like fifteen minutes then. Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> was like he was like all in cast and stuff and whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I think like if we had more of like an actual chaser background i think it would have added more to the tension it was yeah. more like the interperson because man yeah albert books brooks and drive is like so yeah and it's weird that it's albert brooks like a famous comedy guy but he's so brutal and mm. like evil in that movie uh that it helps a lot i think in because the, the main conflict is just mainly between like all the heist people you know what i mean yeah, yeah. between themselves you need yeah. like external forces it, at play because mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because the main conflict was Kevin Spacey and Baby's always just like, one last score, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll break your knees. <laughs> yeah. And your little girlfriend, I'll 
make her not cute anymore. He yeah. says at some point. <laughs> a better line than I yeah, just said. That, that's, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah. I think that's kind of an... Uh, I'm glad that we talked about that. Because I think that, that would have... That, that's a good key to this movie. Mm-hmm. To have that sort of... Uh, yeah. What kind yeah. of angle do you go with? Do you go with, like, a, a cop that's been on, like, the heist, you know file that he's like kind of following these heists. Yeah, like a, like a heat thing. Yeah. Where it's like you a have the thing. Al Pacino cop who's like, I'm gonna fucking get you, Robert De Niro. Right. Like or you know the, it's him, yeah. but you need like you need some well, you hard can just, evidence. You can, do a, you can do a fucking avatar thing too where you have fucking mm-hmm. just Get Stephen Lang in yeah, there. Yeah, Stephen Lang. Who, who doesn't <laughs> get, like Get him in his fucking mech robo suit. <laughs> that would yeah. sick. Chasing baby down Standing the inside yeah. the United States Postal Service yeah. <laughs> office. But any Chase movie has that. You know, like, mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like most yeah. Chase movies have, have that. Like, a guy, like, someone on the police force is like, I, I never, get, gotta you know, get you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, maybe, maybe to, to boil it down to, like, a statement, it's like, you never quite know who the villain is. Yeah. And I think that that's may true. hurt the movie. Yeah. Even though I think that's also the point? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to understand, yeah. too. It's the, because, like, he subverts it with, with uh, John Hamm, Hamm, and then yeah. he subverts it with Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. yeah. And so... It's almost I, the last Jedi of... Oh. <laughs> Listen, you thought you, know, you wouldn't I thought get a of, mention. No, I thought of the last Jedi, and I... <laughs> I actively suppress that that <laughs> well those words. Not all of us have the 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 strong the will that you yeah. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm here subverting expectations on this podcast. I was going to subvert expectations and not and not it. have it. Well, <laughs> it you're a better man than me. <laughs> oh uh, listen, God. on that note, we yeah. wrapped up our thoughts. It's a good movie. Stuff. It's still a good movie. I'll say. Yeah, that. that's absolutely. Yeah, it's like it. Edgar Wright and Taika. Well, with the exception maybe of Eagle V Shark, but they don't really have bad movies for the most part. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that movie's fine. Um, but is it? Yeah, no, it's um, Eagle versus. Shark. Yeah, that's that's it on yeah. Baby Driver, Gus. Uh, thanks for yeah. coming on, Dad. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Thank you for having me on again. Do you have any yeah. uh, any anything you want to shout out to all the? To all plug anything, mm. all our followers, all our flowers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, all our flowers out yeah, there. Yeah. Only flowers listen to our <laughs> on on the note of flowers, uh, plant trees that would be fun. I, oh, yeah, I you're, just thought my you're, you're plugging yeah. seeds. You're I am, plug- I am literally plugging seeds. Yeah, cool. I'm, tr- I'm trying to um, do some bonsai trees, they're finally sprouting up so. The best time to plant a tree is yesterday. So that's my... That's like your yeah, signature like saying. Right. Yeah. So yeah, plant yeah. some trees. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. That's so I'm never going to plant a tree because so I'll plug never a seed. be in yesterday. Yeah. Ooh. Well, uh, now. <laughs> t- uh, today is yesterday's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, how it works. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I guess plug-wise, uh, listen to... I don't know if it's going to be out yet by the time this drops. I, I guess maybe it'll be out soon. Listen to our cover stories episode that Adam and I were on. We talk about Gary Jules's Mad World as well as Vaporwave and mm-hmm. all sorts uh, of music stuff. Just a cool. ton of tangents. There were so many tangents in that, but it was a really fun. But why else do you listen podcast? to a podcast, right? That's, that's you don't actually listen to a podcast for the fucking <laughs> topic. For the meat. Right. I mean, we got into the meat. Like you I mean, listen to an audio book. 
for yeah. the topic you're interested in. All right, a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, is a podcast for Listen, topics. Our podcast is like to go back to the food metaphor. It's like <laughs> my dinner with Andre. Do you tune into my dinner with Andre to to I've never seen the film. I should just say Same. to to <laughs> listen or view the meal they're eating, or do you? Uh, watch the movie because Wallace Shawn is a good actor, and sure. boy, I'm really shooting from the hip here. But uh, I wish I could help you because I have no context. <laughs> I have like, barely yeah. any context, but yeah. I, that felt like something worth doing. Uh, but yeah, cover stories. Uh, I was on Revenge of the Sequel talking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's gonna that's gonna be a while, I think, before that nice. comes out. But listen to Revenge of the Sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to Homecoming. I guess that's my oh, final plug. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. On Spotify or wherever. Um, yeah. You, you got any, Adam? Like, yeah. it, we, we're still in it, guys. Yeah, we're still in the, the thick of Stay it. Stay home. Stay home, wear your masks, do all that shit. Um, smart. Go on DoorDash where you get 20... Just put in put in Director Showdown. And yeah, you get 80% off. You get 0% off because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're not sponsored. Yet. Tushy.com. Tushy.com. <laughs> Go to Tushy.com. Listen, if yeah. you're at home, if you're just staying home, you're fucking cranking your hog all day. Yeah. Just need to that clean is, it off. That is truly a proactive yeah, measure. Yeah, you're, you're being a, you are a, a fucking hero. hero. <laughs> you are a hero if you are cranking your hog 12 to 24 times a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, just I do that. I commend you, so comrade. Drink. Yeah, keep keep cranking those hogs. <laughs> keep ordering Blue Apron and, yeah. and crank those hogs on Casper Beds. Tune in next week for JoJo Rabbit. And jo- that should be the final episode. Hi, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right. See you guys. All right. Later, guys. <laughs>